0: Well, greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome to the Best Damn Movie Related Show on the Planet Earth, the John Campia Show, coming to you from right here on my YouTube channel. I am, of course, your host, John Campia, and it is an awesome honor and privilege, as it is every day, to have you, our international friends, gather around as we talk about our favorite things in the world, movies, movie news, TV, streaming, all sorts of good things. And oh my God, what a night, what a night and what a day. We are now eight hours removed from a big Hawkeye reveal. We are about 24 hours away from getting ready to pack up, head over to our private screening of Spider-Man No Way Home. What a day! And joining us for this day is Kimberly Ann Curran. Kimberly, how you doing?
1: Oh, I am in comic book heaven. (laughs) I am in comic book heaven. I'm exhausted with excitement. I love that. I'm exhausted (laughs) with excitement.
0: And also joining us, sitting right beside her is, of course, Ray Aura. Yay
2: tick tick boom
0: (laughs) the excitement is contagious all over the place hey guys but gonna let you guys know okay i'm gonna let you guys know i I just kind of mentioned hawkeye's episode last night it's it's the headline story on dozens and dozens of fan sites right now i'm gonna let you guys know that our final main topic today is going to be talking about what happened the thing that happened in uh in the Hawkeye last night. So if you want to maybe, if you haven't had a chance to watch the episode yet or whatever, by the time we get to the final topic today, you may want to navigate away unless you don't really care about that. But I'm just giving you that heads up right now that our final main topic today, will be talking about the the events of Hawkeye because we can't not talk about it. It's everywhere right now. It's all over the place. We got to talk about it, which means we're probably not going to have our Hawkeye open spoiler discussion later today because we're probably going to cover a lot of that ground today just to let you know about that. All right, guys, here's how today's show is going to go. We're going to break the show up into two halves. In the first part of the show, we're going to t- we're going to talk about some predetermined topics that we have lined up. And then in the second half of the show, we're going to take your comments and questions. Now, how do you get in a comment, not a question, How do you get in a comment, thought, or opinion for us to read at the end of the main topics? Simple. If you're watching live and only if you're watching live, go on over to the Super Chat uh, or go over to the live chat feature in YouTube and use the Super Chat to send that in. Then after that, we're going to take questions. If you want to send in a question to be read on the show or an upcoming companion video, simply use the tip link that's down in the description of this video or enter it in manually at www.StreamElements.com slash slash tip. You'll be getting your question read on a show if, of course, we deem your question appropriate to be used on the show. And, of course, you'll be supporting our channel at the same time and all of us involved with the show. Thank you guys so very much for your support. Also, guys, once again, don't forget that if you need your daily fix of the John Campy Show but can't be in front of a YouTube video, maybe you're commuting, maybe you're at the gym, whatever, good news! There is the audio-only version of the show known as the John Campus Show podcast. It is available right now on all the favorite podcasting apps. Just go to your podcasting app of choice, search for The John Campus Show, and subscribe to it today. And all of us here, thank all of you guys who've already subscribed to the show. We appreciate that very much. Okay, listen, before we get into it, we've got a couple of off the tops. But before we get into those off the tops, you guys know that one of our regulars, Aaron Cummings, our very own Aaron Cummings, not been around for a little bit, her and tom just had a baby but uh, she sent in a little video message for you guys as so she wanted me to share with you so um here's a little message from our very own aaron cummings
3: hello everyone of the john campia show i miss you guys i'm giving you a virtual hug from afar i am in beautiful downtown burbank california on the set of the abc television show the rookie which i am currently filming this week And by the way, in case you were wondering, yes, Nathan Fillion is really the nicest guy ever. John asked me to make this video because he said, I've shared with our viewers that you and Tom welcomed a new little joy in your life about a month ago. Yes, we did have a baby, but he's been withholding a few details such as the fact that we welcomed a very healthy, baby boy on November 16th around 9 45 p.m. and also uh when he you know wants to be a little fancy he will use his full name of Thomas Francis the IV um so yeah we're we're feeling incredibly happy uh yes we are getting some sleep just not as much as we used to but that's okay and uh and and he's great and we really love him but uh take care Keep bringing on the filthy and uh, and just know that I'm missing you guys, but I'm hoping to be back real
0: soon. All right. Bye. And that, of course, is our very own Erin Cummings. I'm totally jealous, though, when she called me last week to say, I'm going to be on The Rookie. I'm like, how are you always on, the, like, my favorite shows? Like, she on right? The Flash, then she's on The Blacklist, and, that, like, she just always pops up there. So Killing it. Looking forward to watching, seeing uh, when her episode comes around on The Rookie. We anyway, miss you, Erin. We do miss Erin, and she I will be back. Her she will be back i'll just give her a little bit of time of course anyway guys with all that down let's get on and talk about a couple of off the tops here shall we and the first off the top we're going to talk about is this we've said it before we'll say it again and we'll probably say it many more times the three indisputable untransformable truths of life are death taxes and video game movies suck And we have tried for many, many times. There was a time a couple years ago when it looked like the curse was about to be broken because we had an Assassin's Creed movie and a Warcraft movie coming out. And surely those were going to be the movies to break it and usher in a golden age of video game movies and... That didn't quite... I actually personally like the Warcraft movie. I do. But it wasn't as good as I was hoping it would be. A lot of people hated it. And Assassin's Creed is just one of the most ass-awful movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh my
1: god, that was bad. Oh,
0: it was so awful. It was so bad. I was so thoroughly disappointed with that movie. But we've had some breakthroughs. Particularly recently with Arcane. right? Now, Arcane is very loosely (laughs) kind of based on the game, but Uh, League of Legends, of course, but it is now my favorite animated show of all time. So we've got some improvement coming. We got our first look. I didn't think the trailer for Halo was all that great, but it is coming and hopefully it's going to be great. But another thing we've got coming is Uncharted. And I know there have been a bunch of people that have been very pessimistic about Uncharted. Yeah. But I personally, I'm very optimistic about it. I like the people involved with it. I think Sony's been crushing like a lot of stuff. Like this year's really been a great year for Sony. Venom has been a big box office hit. All things considered, I actually quite like Venom too, a lot. Ghostbusters is a big fan favorite movie this year. They of course have got Spider-Man No Way Home coming out. This is this has been a very good year for Sony and here's hoping it rolls over into that. I personally very much like the casting of Tom Holland. I know they were they said very early on that they were going to be going for a younger aged Drake, right? That he would be younger. They wanted to start his career off early. So right there, you eliminate a lot of other possibilities. And I think he was a great choice. If that's if they want him, if they want their main hero to be around that age, then they made a great choice. I, I personally feel they made a great choice in their casting for him. And then of course they got Mark Wahlberg, who for a long time was attached to be the star of an Uncharted movie, and now he's transitioned into the role of Sully which I think could be very interesting They're doing that anyway. And then the footage we've seen I've liked, but today they have released the first poster, the first official poster, which isn't going to shake any ground, but I think the first poster looks pretty good. I mean, it just kind of gives you the sense. This is going to be an adventure movie. That's, that's what the poster says to me. This is an adventure movie. It's very basic. You just got the two main characters there, A shipwreck in the background. You know they obviously got their Indiana Jones slash Lara Croft adventuring clothes on. (laughs) And so, uh, hey, look, is this going to be a poster I'm going to run out this week, find a copy of, and hang on my wall? No, no. It's a perfectly fine poster. It's for a first poster, just communicating what it's about. Uh, I don't know, Kim. You you're taking a look at it first of all. Where's your Where's your expectation level right now for something like an Uncharted? And what do you think about the poster?
1: I'm super excited about the movie because something, um, every movie, like adventure movies that are along the lines of like a Goonies or an Indiana Jones, I always get excited for Cutthroat Island. Um, uh, what is it with the roses? Um, not with the roses. Oh God. The one with. What are we talking about? Oh, what is that movie? I forgot the name of it. I love adventure movies, and so I'm super excited about it. I'm sorry, but that poster looks basic. It looks not, not basic AI. It, it is a it very like basic poster. It looks like I made it.
0: I think it's fair to say Rayora would make a better it, poster. Yeah. No, no, I well,
2: won't. But, but all I got to say we'll is, catch up in the shouldn't shouldn't they have taken that airplane? Because look at the ship behind. If they, if they rode to that place w- in that ship, it didn't do too well.
0: Yeah, yeah, they probably didn't get there on that. They probably didn't get there on that. And, anyway, guys, the question is for you. What do you think about the first poster reveal for Uncharted? I mean, look, is it very basic? Yes, it's, it's whatever. I'm looking forward to the movie. At least the first poster isn't just a big head, like a big, a big Tom Holland face. Like that's been, or like Tom Holland's face and Mark Wahlberg's face, you know, which has been the trend in posters these days. I'm sure the final poster would be better. Anyway, guys, What are you guys thinking about it? Jump on down to the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. Okay, guys. With that down, let's do one more off the top, and that is this. So, once we move beyond all the hype and excitement for the fact that we got Spider-Man No Way Home tomorrow, actually, some of our international friends have already seen the movie. No. It's already been playing in in a number of international markets. There are a whole bunch of people... I've already seen this movie. We, of course, get to see it tomorrow. So beyond Spider-Man No Way Home, though, there's another highly anticipated Marvel movie on the way known as Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Badness or Doctor Strange 2. And a lot of questions have been floating around about when do we think we're going to see our first trailer for it? Well, apparently, if you want to see a not-so-great cam version of it, It has leaked online.
1: Such a bummer. Uh,
0: A lot of websites have started reporting that the first trailer for Doctor Strange 2 has indeed leaked online. And it's out there. Now, remember, this is not a clip of the movie. This is a commercial. Right? Trailers are commercials. A commercial has been leaked. So this isn't like some big reveals of the movie itself. This is this is the trailer, but it has leaked online. Now, we are not going to talk about specific details in this trailer. I will show you one screenshot. So there you go. It has been revealed that Doctor Strange is in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. <gasps> breaking news. Where's my breaking news graphic, <laughs> dammit? <laughs> like, breaking news. Doctor Strange is in Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness. So it's out there and a lot of people have seen it already. The one thing I wanted to say about it, though, the one thing I'll say about this trailer is this. We hear a thousand crazy theories every day. Maybe not a day, but literally probably a thousand crazy theories a week. And I'll often say, you know, oh, yeah, I, I agree with that one. I don't agree with that one, blah, blah, blah. And, and sometimes I'll go, okay, that I never think is going to happen. So there are a lot of times in my career doing this job that like a, a theory gets floated and I'll say that is never going to happen. And usually I'm right. But sometimes what happens is some time passes, more information becomes available, and I change my position. Like you guys know, a year ago, I was like, they are never going to bring Andrew Garfield and um,
1: Tobey Maguire. Toby
0: Maguire into the Spider-Man universe they got going on now. Never going to do it. Until about three or four, I guess it's four or five months ago now. Until <clears throat> about four or five months ago, enough arguments were made by our own viewers. I saw more evidence, I more stuff, and I'm like, you know what? Okay, about four or five months ago, I was like, all right, now I believe we're going to see them in it. I still don't know, but I said, now I believe we're going to see it. So sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I change my mind when new information becomes available, but you might be wondering, what does this have to do with the Doctor Strange 2 trailer? And again, I'm not going to give any details away. If you want details, you go find it yourself, but I will say this. There is something that I have said that will never happen. And I have not changed my mind and then, damn it, I saw this trail's It's like, that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> so, like, sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I, I change my mind before things come out. But every once in a while, I'm like, no, 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 no. This thing you're talking about ain't ever going to happen. They're not going to do that. And then we see a trail. I'm like, well, fuck me. They did it. <laughs>
1: well, look at that.
0: They did it. <laughs> so Dude. I'm not going to say what it is. I'm not going to say what it is. You guys will have to wait for that yourselves. I will tell you this. Uh, I like the trailer. Uh, I, I like the trailer. Now, if this is a clip or something, by the way, can I just point out what a lot of the other people are saying too? I flip on, I sit down and, and open up my my laptop, go to YouTube, and half of my video suggestions are actual clips from the movie. Not Doctor Strange 2, but Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, literally, the title of the video, with it in the thumbnails, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the hell? And then the next video is blah, 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 blah. And then blue, blah, blah happens, blah, blah, blah. And then scene where blah, 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 blah. And I'm, oh my God. It's like, I felt like there's a third of the movie online right now.
1: We all need to be more like Ray. We need to be more. You know, I think
0: that's
2: just a good motto for life. It it is. We need to be more like Ray. Well, you know, I always believed in. I don't believe in Internet relationships. I just believe in, you know, just meeting people in person. If you're going to give me a spoiler, give it to me in person.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it, I don't
2: know, I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is the full scenes; they're all there. I mean, everything's out there now. It's 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 all out there. Full scenes, everything. So it's not terribly surprising that a Doctor Strange two trailer.
1: No, has been. Now, No. Now, normally,
0: if it's scenes in the movie, I'd be like, well, I don't want to watch a scene from any movie. I don't want to watch a scene from a movie from a crappy handicam thing. But for a commercial, I bit and I watched it. So I I, I bit, I took the bait and I watched it because it's just it's just a trailer. So who cares? But I will say, I I quite enjoyed the trailer. And uh, despite the fact that it made me go, oh my god, that thing I said would never happen, and like right. believed right up till five minutes ago would never happen, well, wouldn't you look at that? They're they're actually doing. So I liked it, Kim. You you saw the trailer too. I
1: did. I uh, did. I can't.
0: Without saying what
1: anything that happens in the trailer, you know, what were your impressions of it? It looks good. It looks good. It it I I'm I'm able to now shift my excitement from Spider Man to doctor strange I all of my excitement has been balled up for spider-man but now I can split it up after seeing that that's the last of the spoilers I have not indulged I I've been really good about ditching spoilers but um saw it and I'm like okay now now we've got room for more excitement
0: right but nothing in a trailer is a spoiler right like nothing uh... in
1: a trailer if, for I'm different. I look at spoilers different than different than you do.
0: Okay, so you think if a, if a studio I, really publicly puts, puts out do. something, you could you actually consider that a spoiler? I, I, there's a lot
2: of different. I mean, It depends what spoilers on what it are. is, but
1: in, in the nuances, I I do consider spoilers different than what you do. Got it. You yeah. know,
2: I got a I got a solution for all leaks, but it's gonna have to take all the studios coming together. They need to release. Trailers live here on the John Campion. show. do it live. That's right Don't even have a videotape of it one take right behind John. Just do whatever you can. Let's do it
0: So I I think you just came up with the best solution. So anyway, it's amongst all the stuff that's out there now I mean you could probably you could probably pretty much watch the entire spider-man no way home movie right now on YouTube Oh
1: god, if you can (laughs) hold off try I mean, what do we how many hours are we away? How many hours now? We or are at least not our European friends. About but... 27
0: hours away from watching Come it ourselves. On, yes.
1: Keep it like. <laughs> that. But
0: the trailers out there shouldn't be surprised. Question is for you guys. Have you had a chance to watch that Doctor Strange 2 trailer? Maybe you don't want to watch it till you see it in it's full proper video quality on a screen. I totally dig that. If you did see it, what did you think about it? Whatever you guys are thinking about it, jump down into the comment section below and let us know your Thoughts? Okay, guys. With that down, let's move into our main topics here today, shall we? And how do we select our main topics here in the John Campy Show? Well, it's really rather simple. You see, you guys come up with them. Whenever you come across a big topic issue or story that you guys feel we need to cover as a main topic on the show, just go anytime 24 7 over to slash contact. Once you guys get there, you're going to see a form, fill it out with your topic or question. It's totally free. Hit submit, and then maybe, just maybe, you might see your submission featured as a topic here on The John Campius Show.
1: With that down, Kim. What is our first main topic today? All right, guys. Our first main topic comes from Shahan Narsang. Derek Bozeman, in a recent interview, has come out and said that his brother, Chadwick Bozeman, would have wanted Black Panther to live on and the role to be recast. The online petition to recast Chadwick is at 45,000 signatures. Thoughts on this? All right, so first thing, you guys know what I'm going to say. I don't believe
0: there should be petitions in movie fandom i i i think petitions are useless things i whatever i don't care about that however that being said when the unspeakable tragedy of chadwick boseman's passing happened God, that was, uh. um and some time passed and then we we as a fandom they as the studios we started to wrestle with the question okay what happens with Black Panther. What happens with T'Challa, this character, this culturally, vitally important character that Chadwick Boseman played such a big part in bringing to life for the world and how important, influential, and significant that character has been. What do we do now? And there are two prevailing trains of thought. One train of thought was immediately gotten rid of by Kevin Feige, which was, no, we are not going to CGI Uh, chadwick boseman which would have been the most idiotic thing in the world no we are not going to cgi chadwick boseman okay great but then there were two real thoughts left all right possibility number one recast the role have somebody come in and pick up the ball for chadwick Mm -hmm. possibility number two believe that The role of T'Challa cannot be separated from the actor who played him in Chadwick Boseman. And we will just write T'Challa out and we will have a new character become Black Panther. Mm -hmm. That's not T'Challa. Both have their pros and cons. Both of those options are rooted in the idea of wanting to honor Chadwick Boseman's memory and legacy. Mm -hmm. Um, And Disney decided to go in the direction of write T'Challa out, and have a new character become the Black Panther um, and move in that direction. It is not a decision that I agreed with. Now, again, I, I didn't get upset at Disney or Marvel for that decision. Because I know their motivation for making that decision was to honor Chadwick Bozeman. And as long as that's their motivation, you can't be mad. Don't have to agree, yeah. but you can't be mad. But I didn't agree. And the argument I've always made for not agreeing is this, is the way you honor somebody is to carry on their work. Mm -hmm. You carry on their work. This character, I mean, look, when Black Panther came out, so many articles and videos and testimonies about just how important that character was that Chadwick helped bring to life. I thought to now just, his story is not done. The story of T'Challa is not done. And I've always said, you know, when when Harris passed away, did they just write Dumbledore out of the Harry Potter movies? No. They went out and got Gambone and they brought him in. And, and he did a great job. He did. But the idea to honor somebody is, you say to Chadwick, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We got you. You couldn't carry the baton anymore. It's all right. We got you. We will pick it up for you and we will carry on for you. And to me, that's how you honor him. That's how you honor the character. And that's how you honor the audiences around the world who that character of T'Challa has become so important to either from a pure fan perspective or from a cultural perspective. And so while I respect Disney's decision to write T'Challa out and to carry on with a different character becoming the black Panther, because I know their motivation was because they wanted to honor Chadwick. I thoroughly disagree with that decision, Mm -hmm. thoroughly disagree with it. And of course, fans continue to debate it about what's the right thing. We will all continue to debate it right up until, and even after black Panther two comes out. But what is interesting is that now Chadwick's brother has come out and he was talking to TMZ and he mentioned to TMZ that Chadwick would have wanted Black Panther to be recast. Now, he he does what he does not say is that Chadwick told him in his final days, mm-hmm. make sure Kevin Feige and all the executives at Disney know that my final wish is that they recast T'Challa. He didn't say that happened. But anyway, this is what comes to us uh, now. This is a quote from over at Screen Rant: Marvel Studios President Kevin Feige had previously stated that Marvel would not be recasting T'Challa for the sequel. Recently, his sentiments were echoed by Black Panther Wakanda Forever producer Nate Moore when he said that T'Challa won't ever be recast. Marvel's reasoning comes from the fact that they believe T'Challa is tied to Boseman's performance. And I can respect that is tied to Boseman's performance more so than the comic book character. This issue has caused a lot of debate between fans where some respect the decision and others are petitioning for Marvel to recast the role. And then of course now coming out where his, his brother came out and said, yeah, he would have Chadwick would have wanted this to be recast. And I gotta say, I, I, while I did not know Chadwick Boseman personally, I met him once momentarily. I am—I have no insight into what the mind of Chadwick Boseman was ever thinking. But if there's anybody who I would believe would know what Chadwick Boseman was thinking, it would probably be family. It would probably be family. So this isn't going to change anything. Let's be clear. This isn't going to change anything. Disney and Marvel are not about to go, wait a minute one of Chadwick's family members said that they thought Chadwick would have wanted us to recast. Well, let's scrap everything we've done on black Panther two and restart. So it's not ultimately going to change anything, but I can hope I can hope that maybe after black Panther two more, let's say reasonable heads prevail and they go, let's write the return of T'Challa and we'll recast it and have somebody bring in somebody worthy of that role who will carry on the legacy of Chadwick Boseman. That's what I personally think. But again, a lot of fans have a lot of different opinions about it. And I respect that. I mean, Kim, I'm curious, what were your thoughts about the whole issue about should they recast? Should they not recast Chadwick Boseman? And then is that position changed at all after hearing like one of his family members saying, yeah, Chadwick would have wanted this recast. I, I don't know. How are you feeling about it?
1: Oh God, that was such a tragedy. Um, I really felt like they should recast him to continue the legacy because what Chadwick Boseman, one thing I think we can safely say for sure is he really knew what Black Panther stood for, for communities and for kids and for fans, what the character stood for. And he really carried that torch, man. Like he yeah. he took it so personally. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I'm in this movie about this. He became Black an Panther thing. He was an ambassador, yeah. you know, and um, I really think that they should have continued that legacy. But I feel like it, it's so difficult because whoever took his place was going to take on a lot of criticism, no matter if they did a fantastic job or if they messed it up a bit. Filling those huge shoes was going to be hard either way. So I feel like there's no perfect answer to this. And like you said, if somebody's trying to honor someone, it's one thing if you're just trying to make a buck. But if you're really trying to honor them, I can't judge how you grieve. I can't judge how you mourn. And I can't right. judge how you honor someone. I, Like you said, I may not agree with it. I don't know where Black Panther 2 is going in terms of story, but I do think they should have recasted him. But it might be a little too late, depending on where the story goes.
0: I, I'm just curious, Ray. I don't think I've ever asked your opinion on that. Like, like After Chadwick passed away and everything, what if, if you were in charge of Marvel, let's say Kevin Feige gave you a call right now, said, Ray, I'm going on vacation for six months. Can you please look after the MCU for me? Oh, by the way, the first decision you got to make is, do we write T'Challa out or do we recast Chadwick Boseman? What would you have done?
2: well for me i think chadwick like owned that character i wouldn't be able to do it
0: really so you would have been on the side of, of not recasting not just moving recasting on from him. yeah from
2: T'Challa. Uh, i mean it's uh it's like touchy subject but yeah i wouldn't it just it but me it's hard for me to separate my personal with the business so but i probably would have made the t- decision not to recast them
0: and i think that's representative of what the fandom as a whole have been right Like a lot of people feel they should have recast. A lot of people feel they shouldn't have. And like I said, this is going to be a topic and discussion that we're going to keep probably talking about as fans right up until and even after Black Panther 2 comes out. So it's interesting. Anyway, guys, question is for you. What do you think about this whole thing? What was your position prior to this? Did you think they should have recast? Do you think they should have moved on? What do you think about the comments from his family? Whatever you guys are feeling about this, jump down into the comment section below and let us know your thoughts okay guys with that down let's move on to main topic number two Kim what is our second main topic today?
1: Okay, Steve Calderon says, I enjoyed the trailers for Uncharted and Ambulance. You noticed in the end of both trailers that these movies will be released in theaters the same day, February 18th. It will be Tom Holland versus his Spider-Man Far From Home co-star, Jake Gyllenhaal, that weekend. I'm excited to see both movies. However, I think one of them will likely find a new release date to avoid the other, but which movie will move.
0: All right. Thanks a lot for saying that in Steve. And by the way, Steve actually sent that email in a little while ago and it's just happened to be coincidental that <laughs> the news came out now. Oh, one of them moved. <laughs> one of them moved. So for those of you who don't know, there is this new Michael Bay film coming out uh, called Ambulance. It's an interesting premise. So you've got Jake Gyllenhaal who plays, uh, he's got a brother and The two of them decide that they need to do a heist. They're not professional criminals, but they decide to do a heist. Things go wrong, and in the getaway, they hijack an ambulance with some ambulance workers on board. And basically, the trailers kind of suggest that this is like speed. I think a lot of the movie just happens on the ambulance as they're running from the police and trying to get away and all the conundrum going on. They showed us previews for it, like an extended preview for it at CinemaCon a few months ago. Aaron really liked it. I thought it looked okay. Yeah. Uh, Aaron quite liked it, though. She thought it looked really good. I thought it looked okay. But you're right. It was all set to launch with the aforementioned Uncharted. And here's the problem while the Uncharted and An Ambulance are going to be two different movies, there is going to be some considerable overlap, I think, between the demographics of what they're going after, particularly you know, the Spider-Man far from home crowd. (laughs) Do we go watch Spider-Man's movie in Uncharted or do we go watch Mysterio's movie in Ambulance? (laughs) Well, apparently that's not a problem anymore. They've settled it because Ambulance is moving. This comes to us from Deadline who writes, the Michael Bay directed action movie Ambulance will go from February 18th to April 8th, 2022, which is the weekend before Easter weekend. Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, who's blowing up right now, and Isaac Gonzalez star, and then a story about two robbers who steal an ambulance after their heist goes awry. On its previous date, February 18th, ambulance was up against Sony's feature uh, take on the PlayStation game Uncharted, starring Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, and Antonio Banderas. Now, it should be noted that it is now opening against sonic 2 (laughs) now while you may say well maybe sonic 2 is going to be pretty big so that might be hard maybe yes but while there's going to be a lot of overlap i think in people who want to go see uncharted and people who would be interested in ambulance ambulance is a very fundamentally different movie than sonic yeah you know ambulance is not a family going movie well, they're both going
1: fast, right? They're Yes, they're both going very fast.
0: That's true. It's a, they're practically the same movie. So, I mean, one is very skews towards a family audience. One is skewing of more of an adult audience. So while there is going to be a movie out there eating up a bunch of the box office and Sonic, there's not as much overlap between that movie and this one, right? So... Personally, I think this is probably a pretty smart move on their part to move it where the big opposition that week is going to be a family film families that they're personally not targeting themselves. So I'm fine with it. I also don't care that it's now moving almost two months because I'm not really super looking forward to this movie anyway, even though I'm a big fan of a lot of the people in it. I just and and by the way, I am not a Michael Bay hater. I am not a Michael Bay hater. I hate some of the stuff he's done, (laughs) but I mean, I love the first Transformers movie. I really like Pain and Gain. I love The Rock. I don't mean Dwayne Johnson. I mean the movie The Rock. I love The Rock. But yeah, it just, especially after Six Underground that he did with Ryan Reynolds. I'm just like, oh, maybe I'm getting, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe this movie would be great. Anyway, Kim, you had a chance. Did they make the right move? Like, if you're a studio exec right now, Do you have this move come out a little bit earlier and face off against Uncharted? Or do you move it a little bit later against another what will probably be popular film, but kind of a different demographic in Sonic? What do you do?
1: Hunky Marvel movie guys and a fast-paced adventure film cannot be on the same weekend. Shouldn't be on the same weekend. I'm glad they moved it. I'm actually a little surprised that ambulances in theaters. I, I liked the trailer, but I thought it was more of a Netflix
0: that's it, it, that me too. I,
1: it felt it felt and like a Netflix n- and here's or an thing. Amazon movie. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. That's not that's not necessarily a sure bad thing. Sure, it is. <laughs> no, <laughs> not completely. Not completely. That's you like know, old card was fantastic. You know, straight to DVD. <laughs> remember those? Um, no, but I I really think that it was a good move. Um, both these guys in one weekend. You know what? Let's enjoy them separately because you know what? We both love them equally as much. So good move. Good move.
0: All right, guys. Question is for you. What do you think about the move to take Ambulance off the release date of Uncharted and move it to the release date of Sonic 2? I actually personally think it's a smart choice. So does Kim, what do you guys think about it? Are there some other factors we're not taking in consideration here? Why this might be a bad idea? Whatever you guys are thinking, jump down into the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. Okay, guys. With that down, let's move on to main topic number three. Kim. What is our third main topic
1: today? All right. This is coming from Adam Lonley. With a number of big-name directors like Scorsese and Denis Villeneuve bashing comic book films lately, it was really nice to see another well-respected director like Paul Thomas Anderson coming out to defend them. Curious if you saw his comments about him enjoying them and that... And that notations that comic book films are ruining movies are misplaced. He even suggested they're all looking to Spider-Man to save the movies. What do you think about what Anderson said? All right. Thanks a lot for saying that in. And yeah, listen, you're not wrong.
0: I I feel like every two or three weeks, there's a story in a headline about (laughs) new famous director bashing on comic book movies. Ah, grandpa's out again my movies would be making a billion dollars if it wasn't for those comic book movies no your movies were never going to make a billion dollars with or without comic book movies but yeah it's those darn kids it's like the the weekly scooby-doo villain Ah, and i would have done it too if it weren't for those stupid kids and what did marty scorsese say oh no 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 it wasn't marty scorsese it was ridley scott saying Oh, those darn millennials and their Twitters. And,
1: they're t- and they're, their tweeters. And, they're, and they're tweakers. <laughs> their tweakers. Their tweeters is
0: why <laughs> my movie didn't do well. Grr, those damn kids when they're tweeters. Um, yeah, it feels like every other week we're getting stuff like that. Whether it's a Marty Scorsese or a Denis Villeneuve even, or, or a Ridley Scott or whatever. And that's just kind of becoming commonplace that these more, I don't know, for lack of a better term, art house directors, coming out and bashing on them. And that's kind of become a common thing. It's nice, you're right, to see the director of Inherent Vice, the director of There Will Be Blood, the director of The Master, the director of Phantom Thread to come out and say, whoa, hold on. So Paul Thomas Anderson was talked about this. Uh, This is what Paul Thomas Anderson has to say about it. I mean... It seems that that there is a bit of a preoccupation with superhero films. I like them. It seems to be something that's popular these days to sort of wonder if they're ruined the movies and all this kind of stuff. I just don't feel that way. I mean, look, we're all nervous about people getting back to the theater, but you know what's going to get them back to the movie theaters? Spider-Man. So let's be happy about that. Let me read that again, because this is so simple, but such a Concept that a lot of people seem to be missing. I think they need to hear it from Paul Thomas Anderson and say it again. I just don't feel that way that movies, that comic book movies are ruining the movies. I mean, look, we are all, get this, we are all nervous about getting back to, about people getting back to the movie theater. Well, you know what's going to get them back to the movie theaters? Spider-Man. So let's be happy about that. Paul Thomas Anderson gets it. He gets it. Something that at time, and listen, I loved, I make no mistake about it. Do not be confused. I love Marty Scorsese and I love Ridley Scott and I love Denis Villeneuve. So do not misinterpret what I'm saying here. My criticism about their position on this one issue. I love these three guys. I think they're awesome. But the thing that these guys seem to miss saying, well, my movies aren't getting the attention because of these comic book movies. No, 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 no. There's a lot of attention to go around. There's a lot of attention to go around. But what these guys miss is that these are movies right now that are bringing the audiences to the theaters where others are not right now. And I've talked about this before, and people try to argue with me about it, but you can argue with me about it all you want experiences become habits when i go to a great restaurant like here's a simple thing not even a great restaurant like me and ray and our buddy ryan may go over to chipotle no not not even uh, uh, chili's I, i like going to chili's don't know why but we go to chili's and we have fun and i have a good time hanging out with my family and friends at chili's and we're having a good time having some food we're enjoying the sports on tv next week when we're thinking, hey, there's not a lot going on tonight, like, what do you feel? I want to go out again. I want to go again. And it doesn't have to be back to Chili's. Maybe it'll be going to BJ's or maybe it'll be going to Applebee's. No, and never lets us go to Applebee's. Take that out of the equation. (laughs) Or maybe it'll be to Red Robin or whatever. But when I have fun and a good time going out and just having dinner and having some snacks or some drinks with some friends, I want to do that again. When I go to the movie, you know what I want to go to the movies the most? When I come out of a good movie. Ah, When I come out of a good movie, that is when I am at my height of excitement of coming back to the movies. And what I think a lot of these people miss is that these movies are, these movies like Spider-Man and whatnot, these are bringing the audiences into the theaters. And when they come to the theaters, and if they have a great time, because remember that Variety article, like 49% of regular moviegoers have not started coming back to the movies yet since the pandemic. And if Spider-Man can be the movie that breaks the seal, if Spider-Man can be the movie that breaks the dam and busts it open and gets people, we've had a lot of you guys write in on this show and tell us, haven't been back to the movies yet, but I got my Spider-Man tickets. Yes. Yep. Paul Thomas Anderson gets it. He's not sitting here saying, these are the greatest movies in the world. No, he's not saying that. And he knows they're not. But he's saying, hey, I like these movies. Guess what? There come people are coming out and maybe somebody wouldn't have made licorice pizza is his new movie coming out. That's got some best picture buzz going. Maybe there are some people who wouldn't make licorice pizza their first movie back to the movies. But hey, if they come back out for Spider-Man and have a good time, they're more likely to maybe want to come out and check out licorice pizza. And I just think guys like the great Marty Scorsese and the great Ridley Scott and the great Denis Villeneuve can maybe learn something from Paul Thomas Anderson on this part. And say, you know what? Instead of seeing movies like Doctor Strange or seeing movies like Shazam or seeing movies like Spider Man No Way Home as the competition keeping us down, maybe you need to look at these movies as the life buoy that's keeping your chances alive and be appreciative of them, even though they're not your movies, even though maybe they're not your kind of movies. Maybe you need to take a step, step back and see the bit bigger picture. Anyway, Kim, you hear Paul Thomas Anderson's comments here. What do you make of it?
1: Oh, I was so happy to hear him say that because like I've said before, (laughs) we're better together. And when you face something, it's one thing to be competing with someone, um, you know, or my movie. I wanted to do better or whatever. When you're facing a global pandemic we are in this together i want you to succeed so that i can succeed and i want my brother over there to succeed so that my next thing that's coming out this fall succeed because it's it's habit it's mentality and it's fear it's overcoming fear if your movie you know can you know some people are vaccinated i think we're back to wearing masks or some people are like you know what let me just wear my mask there are safer situations than there were before at the movie theater and some people it's been fear So if your movie can help people overcome an obstacle to get back in the doors of the theaters, everyone from concession stands to the websites that sell the tickets to the people that work production to the actors, you're all in this together. I feel like right after the pandemic for Mr. Scorsese and Vinny Danube, there's no room to really criticize each other and go, oh, these things are bullshit. You need each other. You need each other. The world, there's new variants and all this and that. We all need to work together and you need to be happy for your fellow artists because whether you think it's art or not, the big explosions and the comic book characters, they're art. Um, Whether you like it or not, you need each other. This is a symbiotic relationship. Get into it. Be happy for one another. I'm really glad he spoke up and said that. And you know what? Don't be afraid to be one of those that, that likes it, that speaks up and goes, you know what? I like these.
0: And by the way, it's not just the pandemic. Like Scorsese started making these comments. Even oh, before I know. The pandemic, oh, yeah, right? I know. I know. It's He's just, been I mean, on it's his just train a for a matter, while. Like you're saying, see the bigger picture. Yes. That we want the movie industry to be doing well. We but want he, the movie industry to do well.
1: To do well. And even though Scorsese has been saying this before the pandemic, you're also dealing with streaming right now. Yeah. So in terms of a theatrical experience, which um, I feel like Christopher Nolan would agree, in terms of keeping people in the theater, let's all keep that morale up and stop criticizing one another to get someone else to go, oh, well, you're right. Then I'm not going to go see this. Yeah,
0: yeah. And none of us are asking Scorsese or, or, or Scott to lie.
1: Like if they're asked, hey, do you like comic book movies? Go. No, they're not it's for me. It's not for me. Yeah, they're not my It's not, it's my not for me, but and go out on. and enjoy it and, and check it out. And I got a new movie coming out next week. Yeah, and then, we turn take to that that camera, and then turn to of- the
0: camera and say, hey, Kevin Peige, thank you, by the way, for keeping people coming to the movie theaters. And then move on. And then move on. Anyway. Yes. Guys, the question is for you. What do you think about Paul Thomas Anderson's statement there? I think the guy is speaking a lot of truth. Again, no one's asking it's doing other God's directors. work out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> no one is asking other directors to like something they don't. Just don't come out and actively bash on the things when these are the things that are probably keeping your movies alive. Anyway, what are your guys' thoughts on all this? Whatever you guys are thinking, jump down into the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. Okay, guys. With that down, let's move on to main topic. Number four, Kim, what is our fourth main topic today?
1: This story scares me. Uh Uh-oh. Michael D'Souza said, oh God, I noticed that Sony had predicted the Spider-Man No Way Home opening weekend box office from before the predictions were close to 250 million, which would mean that I win the bet. However, that has changed a bit. (laughs) Sony is predicting the film will make at least 100 million with a potential 150 million. Is it still very impressive, especially during a pandemic with variants spreading worldwide? However, it is still lower than most people were assuming. What are your thoughts regarding the opening box office numbers? And do you think that it could reach 200 million plus?
0: (sighs) Now, it should be noted, we have not yet set the parameters of what our bet will be. And I'm going to let Kim out of this bet. I'm going to let Kim out of this bet. Of course, Kim and I were having a bet that she thought the movie would make two hundred and fifty million. But I, I wanted to think. see you breakdance. And hey, by the way, the weekend hasn't come and gone yet. We've we've seen projections be wrong. I mean, I you still could end up being right. This still could end up making two hundred and fifty million dollars. And
1: then the bet have, is back on. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, gonna have have be breakdancing through
0: these streets. But no, I I have I have not thought. I've never thought this movie could make two hundred fifty million dollars. Not right now. Not the way it is. Not when the current box office record. Is ninety million dollars <laughs> in the pandemic era? Ninety million, and that's the record yeah. right now in the pandemic era. I thought two hundred fifty million is way outside of the thing. So yes, look, we have seen the box office predictions and forecasting for Spider-Man: No Way Home moving around a lot. Obviously, it shut down and broke the ticket websites when the things went on sale. Initially, they were saying 150 to maybe 185 million. Then Box Office Pro came out and updated their projections to being like 185 million to 250 million dollars. And then a lot of people come out and saying we think it's going to go north of that. Well, it still could, but it's looking less likely. This comes to us from the folks over at Variety who write the following: The Tom Holl- Tom Holland's newest web slinging adventure, Spider-Man: No Way Home, hits theaters on Friday and is poised to generate $150 million in its box office debut, a heroic feat even by pre-COVID standards. The film's distributor, Sony Pictures, modestly predicts a three-day tally closer to $130 million, which would still rank as a huge win. But given pent-up demand and record pre-sales, some box office prognosticators are more bullish. They believe an opening weekend near $175 million could be within reach. All right, let me say this. It is great to get excited. It's great to get excited. And when we see like the box office websites are crashing and we want to talk about how much money Spider-Man No Way Home is going to make all the interest. And, you know, because box office has a direct correlation to how much interest do people have in it? Is this the content that the fans are looking for? All that kind of stuff. Box office tells us a lot of information. The problem is, and I remember I said this I said this a while ago when we first started talking about the Spider Man box office potential. The problem is if you had told me three months ago that Spider Man No Way Home when the current record in the pandemic of an opening weekend box office is $90 million. If you would have told me three months ago that Spider-Man No Way Home was going to open to $150 million, we'd be going, oh my God.
1: Right, yeah.
0: It might nearly double the box office record during the pandemic era. That's insane. Whoa. You know, (laughs) there's there's a little uh, nature boy for you. Woo! There would have been popping bottles parading in the streets and going, oh my God, when the number one one is like 90 million, Spidey's gonna make 150. That's what it would have been. The problem with us getting all excited about these things and we see we start rolling up these box office numbers is what's gonna happen now. And I said this was gonna happen and you watch it is. If Spider Man No Way Home makes now $175 million, which is insane success for the period of time we're in right now. Insane success. There are now going to be people going, well, what what went wrong? Why did it underperform? I heard it was supposed to make $250 trillion at the box. What went wrong? Oh, why did it fail? Why did Spider-Man No Way Home fail? Meanwhile, those of us who are sane will look at them and say, are you fucking kidding me? They just made $175 million when the current record is 90. What? And that's the problem, right? And it doesn't matter how much we talk about it right now. It's what's going to happen. If Spider-Man No Way Home comes in under $250 million now, there are going to be a lot of people going, well, Spider-Man failed. It's like, no, they did no possible Multiverse Reality is this movie a failure if it makes 160 million dollars opening weekend again when the current pandemic era record is 90. Yeah. It's insane success. Now again, let me temper that by saying of course this movie it is still possible it could come out and make 250. yes it is yes <laughs> yes kim gets all excited about that notion it's still possible <laughs> I, I never thought it was likely yeah. i i'm still gonna hold to the 150 to 200 million hmm. range i mean look if this thing comes out and make 105 million yeah well then i'm gonna say okay some there was a disconnect there something something went wrong but um, I think this thing is still going to make between 150 and 200 million, and I think that should be seen for what it is—a ridiculous, unbelievable, monumental success. Mm-hmm. But there are going to be people that are going to cry about it, anyway. Kim, uh, as as one of the participants in this wager that we have, I don't know. You see this first of all. What are your so- thoughts about this report? <laughs> and and what does it do? Are you still expecting that 250 million? How are you feeling about it?
1: You know. I'm a little discouraged. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little discouraged. But like you said, this is not a normal year. 2021, we are happy to be outside. We are happy to uh, not be afraid to go to the grocery store. To have $100 million at the box office would be a success. Okay. But, but, but. Keep hope alive. I still think, John, I'm, <laughs> look, okay, maybe it's because I'm optimistic. Okay, look, I, listen, listen, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Tell me about the Joe Pesci. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I am still keeping hope that it could do 250 because I'm still holding on to my thought that, like you said, so many people that haven't been to the movies, not only are like, I can't wait, this is my first time back in the theater, but they didn't just buy one ticket. John, I don't think any of our viewers that have written in to say, hey, I got my tickets, said I got one ticket for one show. Pretty much everyone is like, I got a ticket for this show and this show in the nighttime and the Saturday. I think that there's reason to keep hope alive. However, if I lose the bet, if I'm wrong, I know it's going to be a triumph, and I think um, Paul Thomas Anderson was right that we should be glad that Spider-Man is going to get more people back in the theaters than we've had in almost two years. Mm. So. Yeah, and listen, and don't forget, too, there's a longer range
0: thing as well here. Don't forget, unlike Suicide Squad and a a number of other films, this movie's playing in theater and only playing in theaters. which means, like, unlike when Godzilla versus Kong came out, it had a, for the pandemic era, it had a wonderful opening weekend. But then once people thought, okay, I went to go see it in the theaters, now I'll go watch it on HBO. Instead yep. of coming back to the theaters again to watch it for a second time, instead of coming back to the theaters to bring my buddy with me, who I know is going to love this movie, instead of doing that, they go, Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be, let's go see it in the theaters. God, I loved it, Hopefully. God, I loved it. I got to go back again. And then I got to go back again and bring my buddy and then I got to go back again and bring my my girlfriend. And then I got to go back again and bring my girlfriend and her friend who I secretly also have a crush on. And then I got to go back again and bring my parents. And then I got like, that's so, even if You know, we get like, it comes in $150 million, whatever. I still think a billion is totally in the conversation because everybody's got to go back to the theater to see it again if they want to see it again.
1: and everyone I know, and you guys, I know like five people, so it's kind of like a lot. Everyone I know (laughs) has multiple tickets. Yep. Nobody that I know has one ticket to see Spider-Man. Everyone I know, all five folks, have more than one ticket to see Spider-Man, and I think that's going to really be huge. That's not true. What? Look to your right. Oh, God. Just Ray. look to your right. Just look to your right. Ray. What? He's
0: only got one ticket to see Spider Man this weekend.
1: <laughs> and you're like just the what? sixth person I know.
2: I only got one ticket? <laughs>
0: well, yeah, you know, No, he just... doesn't even have a ticket. Oh, what are you talking about? I, I'm completely
2: we're lost. I'm just here. i right, to... chat. You're engaged. Yeah, people I mean, chat. this is a mission right now. <laughs> Does he even have a ticket or is he showing either, up? the it's either it's either join the, participate in the show or babysit the chat room. And, it baby- and you are locked
1: in, man. I'm looking
0: over you. And you were yeah.
2: like laser
1: focus. Let me locked ask in. you: Do you have you purchased your own ticket for Spider Man?
2: No, because I don't see? know if it's okay, good yet. See, okay. I don't know if it's good yet. Yeah, we got If it I want to say it
0: again, then I'll buy. Count. So there you go. There was one person you knew that hasn't <laughs> that, that doesn't have multiple tickets yet. There's one. Uh, I I've got multiple. Like I'm going to go see it a couple times on yeah. the first day. Um, I'm really excited actually obviously I'm excited about say by the way just want to remind all of our uh, friends who have been invited to come oh, and yeah. join us make sure you bring your masks because the mask mandate is put back in place but uh, I'm then really excited to go see it in Hollywood at the Chinese theater later that night uh, so I, I'm really excited to see a movie there as well so anyway guys question is for you what do you think about these new updates the box office predictions I still think these are remarkable numbers but maybe you're thinking, well, if it's not $250 million, that means it failed. I, maybe you do. I don't know. What are you guys thinking about this? Jump down into the comments section below and let us know your thoughts. Okay, guys. With that down, we are now going to move into main topic number five. And just a little bit of a precursor here. We are going to be discussing spoilers of what has happened in the episode five broadcast of Hawkeye. Okay, so I, I warned you at the beginning of the show that we were going to be revealing a couple of the big reveals. We're not going to go into full in depth on the whole episode, but we're going to be revealing a couple of major things here. I want to give you guys that heads up. So with that said, Kim,
1: what is our fifth main topic today? All right. This comes from Tyler M. Greetings and salutations, John. Holy Lee. Crap, we knew it was coming. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. But when that image of Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin came up on screen, I jumped off my sofa, pumped my fist in the air, and yelled yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, my question is now how big of a deal is this? And do you still think this is a new version of Kingpin, or is D'Onofrio playing the exact same version from Netflix? Either way, I don't care. Just so happy he's back. All right. Thanks for writing that in, Tyler. And uh,
0: yeah, they did it. We've been expecting it. Yeah. We've all kind of thought this is where they were heading. And they did it. They did it. They brought back Vincent D'Onofrio as kingpin. Now, let me say this first. Um, You guys know. I was not the biggest fan of the first couple of episodes of Hawkeye. Episodes three and four kind of got me on board. I, I I was enjoying three and four. They definitely had some really good things. Before the Kingpin picture last night, I already thought last night's episode of Hawkeye was the best episode yet. It was the strongest episode yet. They laid great narrative. They had some character turns. I thought, while it was too long, the conversation between Kate Bishop and Yelena, that conversation dragged on a little bit too long for me, but it was a great scene nonetheless. Um, I am starting, he only had one scene in that episode. I'm starting to really like Jack. The When he's getting arrested, he's like, ha, it's no big deal. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, we're gonna go go, go down to the police station and get this cleared up. Have a pleasant day. Like I'm faking it. I'm starting to love Jack. He's such I'm, a dick. I'm starting to love Jack. He's like starting to become my spirit animal, okay? Like, I, I hated I hate that Jack. character at first, but he's starting to become like my, my spirit animal. And then of course, there was the whole introduction with Yelena coming back from the
1: snap. I like the way they showed that. Yes. For a split second, I thought, because we've seen different iterations of what the snap was like for people, for a split second, I thought she went to a different universe. Oh, OK, because because the way they did it, we hadn't seen someone like that because we saw in Wanda. We saw um, homegirl. We saw her come back, you know, in the hospital and everything. Yeah, they did. But we didn't see it slowly transform watching into a the bathroom world. change right. colors. And I was like, oh, wait, oh, shoot. Oh, she's in a different year. Oh, no, 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 no. She just, she just came back from the dusting. But I like how they did that. Yeah,
0: they did it really well. And that was all very, very interesting. Yeah. Of course, the conversation like she's after. But, but okay, all that is there. All that is there. And all that is true. But they brought back Kingpin. We knew it was coming. It was still really cool to see it. You know, we're, we were sitting around last night, me, Ray, uh, our buddy Ryan, and we- How was we, the food? Oh, my God. Can The food was great. Okay, so... Where's my plate? First of all, Anne made... Ray? Anne it's actually made, in
2: the fridge. It's probably oh,
0: in the fridge. Thank you. Anne <laughs> made, to start with, Anne made some amazing fried rice, like some bacon Ooh. and sausage fried rice.
3: Ooh.
0: And then Ray, who had come over the night before, was marinating my for God, 24 marinating. hours Korean chicken thighs and oh. was marinating for like 24 hours, then came over last night... Fired up my barbecue. In the rain. In the rain. In the rain. Cooking we eat no matter rain. what. He was out there we in the no cold what. and the rain making barbecue Korean chicken thighs. I saw you. And then he brought it in and I put it together with the hands fried rice. And I got to tell you, John
2: was a happy boy last it night. It was so cold out there. It, it, was hard so- to, it was hard to get the barbecue grill from 350 to 400. It kept spiking. So, ugh.
0: Yeah, and then and then Ray, he would go out. He was coming into the house, right, to do the barbecue. But he would go out of the house. And he would just leave the back door fully open. And like and it's like, why is it getting cold? And if like, y'all suffer,
2: if oh if, if I suffer, suffer, y'all suffer. Exactly.
0: <laughs> anyway, let, enough enough okay. of. Anyway, chicken thigh watch 2021. <laughs> we we'll, okay. we'll move on from chicken thigh <laughs> watch. Okay, so when that moment came up though, and we were all expecting it, like as soon as we heard Clint say. I'm afraid the big guy might be getting involved. It's like, okay, so we've known for a while. Just side question when he's asking, do I still think this is a different iteration of the Netflix one? Yes, I I, I think it's, I think, first of all, that this Wilson Fisk should be in jail and all that kind of stuff. I really do think that what a lot of people have been speculating for a long time is that this is not the Netflix kingpin. It's Mm. Vincent D'Onofrio playing it, much like when... Nicolas Cage came back to play Ghost Rider in the second Ghost Rider. It was technically a reboot, but they still had him playing the role. It was just so it was a different version of Ghost Rider. Anyway, I still think that it's a different version of Kingpin. It's not the same Kingpin from Netflix. This is not the. I don't believe we're going to say this is the same universe as Netflix. If so, there's going to be a lot of explaining to do when Cottonmouth is suddenly Blade. But (laughs) that aside, and that's a question we can we can tackle another day. That's a question we can tackle another day. Marvel has changed the game. They have changed the game. You know what is a good comparison for this? Hmm. In Star Wars, and talking about whether this is the same kingpin from whatever, from Netflix, in the world of Star Wars, one of the most beloved second tier characters is a character by the name of Grand Admiral Thrawn. From the the Thrawn trilogy, the Heir to the Empire trilogy books. Well, they brought Grand Admiral Thrawn into now Star Wars, into main canon by bringing him into Rebels. And now he's going to be a character in the upcoming Ahsoka Tano series. But it's not the... See, it is Grand Admiral Thrawn, Mm -hmm. but it's not the exact same Grand Admiral Thrawn as from the Heir to the Empire series, because that story isn't canon. This story is. So it's Grand Admiral Thrawn, the character we know and love, but it's a a little bit different of a Grand Admiral Thrawn. I think that's what they're doing here with Kingpin. Maybe yes, maybe no, whatever. But either way, whether this is the Netflix Kingpin or whether this is a new iteration of Kingpin also being played by Vincent D'Onofrio, Marvel has changed the game with that one picture. With that one picture, they have changed the game. Because here's what Marvel has done. And although we've all known this is where they're heading with... Doctor Strange 2 and the Multiverse of Madness, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Doc Ock and whatever. But this, technically speaking, because technically this came out before Spider-Man No Way Home. This says right now Marvel is throwing open all the doors of possibilities. All the doors of possibilities. They're all open. Nothing's off the table anymore. Like, Within Marvel and the MCU, and I think to its credit, and I think this was a good thing, there are boundaries and limits. I think boundaries and limitations are breeding grounds for creativity. I think you lack creativity when there's no parameters for what you got to stay inside of. But when you have parameters, that forces you to be really, really creative. Yeah. Yeah. But they've been doing that for 15 years. 20 plus movies. Four TV shows now. With this one still image that we are looking at here, this one still image is a flare being shot into the night sky by Kevin Feige proclaiming to the world, nothing's off limits anymore. We can do anything. We can and behold, we will do anything. Anything's possible now. And this is particularly exciting in a specific circumstance because there are a couple of guys, and I'm not saying D'Onofrio as Kingpin is as good as Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man or whatever, but there are few out of the now hundreds of people who have played comic book role characters. There are only a few that I can count on one hand that I feel like that person was born to play this role. Hugh Jackman was born to play Logan. 100%. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. was born to play Tony Stark. Ryan Reynolds was born to play Wade Wilson Deadpool. And I think Vincent D'Onofrio was born to play Wilson Fisk. It's just, he, you hurt Vanessa. Like the, this, the, the way he carries this character. I, I keep going back to that one scene in Netflix where he was in prison with John Bernthal's Punisher. And the way he, because this is the Punisher, right? But Wilson Fisk, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, D'Onofrio played that role like I had no doubt Fisk would eat Punisher alive if it came to that in that scene. Like then this, and he didn't have to even do anything. D'Onofrio just carries this; he carries the kingpin character so much that just standing there, standing there with Punisher and John Bernthal you had no doubt in your head. Oh, he's in Burthall's in trouble. <laughs> Usually you're thinking whoever's in the room with Punisher, you're thinking they're in trouble. But that's just how 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 D'Onofrio has embodied this character, has owned this character, how he emotes this character. He radiates the power of Kingpin. And when this image came up on screen, even though we totally expected it to come,
1: Blurry in two seconds long.
0: Blurry on a 480p video (laughs) footage, camera, whatever it is. This one still image, you feel that power radiating off the screen again. I knew Kingpin was showing up, but you felt Kingpin show up. And that's the presence that D'Onofrio has brought to this role. And I got very excited. Very excited to see it. I, I I just, I mean, a little bummed out that we didn't actually get to hear him talk. I mean, we only got one freaking episode left to go, which by the way, is a little bit of an issue for Hawkeye that I am feel like we're going to the last episode and I don't even feel like we've gotten started, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that was... And, and again, let me say, I think this was the best episode of Hawkeye before Kingpin showed up. Like before he showed up, I already thought this was the best episode of Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Uh, Kim, that's kind of my feeling on it.
1: What do you think about the the showing up of uh, of Wilson Fisk? I'm super excited, but I'm like, not. It's not too little, too late because it's very exciting possibilities um, for Marvel. Period. And I love his character. I really do, and I, I can't wait to see um, him and Vera Farmiga interact together because she's got a cold bloodedness to her that I really really like. But I'm like, shoot, you're gonna you're you're bringing him now. I want to see two more episodes with him. Yeah. You've got a lot to tie in to this last episode and you can't focus on him like I want you to. And so now I, I'm I'm excited for the last episode, but I'm also a little disappointed slash nervous because now that you've opened that can, I want to see more. I want more already and, and you've barely opened that can. So, But this was such a freaking good episode. Oh, my God, Yelena?
3: First oh, yeah. of all, she's
1: my homegirl, and I would love a girl's night with her. Duh, I told you Sex in the City was powerful. Even she wants to watch it, and she'll fight for it. But I absolutely love everything about this episode. Still yeah. don't feel like Echo needs her own series I mean that's
0: that's a topic for uh, another that's time like I mean, a yeah a but it's a totally even, different
1: thing but yeah. I want to see more of him I'm like how how much screen time is he going to get in the last episode cuz you've got to deal with Elena you've got to deal with Kate Bishop not Kate Kate Bishop and you've got to deal with Hawkeye and his family and what is up with his wife What's up with his wife and she's like yeah I know she has some relationship with Kingpin Did you pick up on that Oh uh, whose wife Hawkeye Laura. Oh, I, I don't know. Look, I don't know if I picked up that she has a relationship with them. But there was a situation. I oh, yeah. yeah. Like There's clearly like. Between Laura and Kingpin. Like, did he rescue maybe, his wife from her? Like, Maybe yes, maybe no.
0: I mean, that's going in a direction I don't think we're here to talk about right now. But we have but, I mean, 50 minutes to I've, explore Kingpin. That's obviously, not enough. Obviously, it is, does feel a little weird that that Clint, who, as he is mentioned in the show, has fought Thanos. Would be really concerned about Kingpin getting involved, but I, yeah. I mean, so and clearly, so his wife is aware of that as well. So I don't know. Look, we still have. They haven't even touched upon. We don't even know what the watch is about. Oh we yeah. We don't. Well, there's one episode left to go. Yeah. We don't. I mean, there's so much stuff there left undone. But again, to me, the issue here is is Kingpin. It's Fisk. It's it's unbelievable, and I think this is. Going to be something that again, I think this ushers in a new era of the MCU for good or for bad, for good or for bad. But I think this ushers in a kind of a new concept. Again, I still think. Well, I'm going to save that for
2: another time. I'm going to save that for now. But either way, guys well, let me, I th- want to see. I, 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 I want to oh. see a tracksuit mafia spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like those guys. This is classic. Classic. This is a classic. <laughs> no, but but the the one thing I'll say about this is throughout that episode. There is like a underlying fear in Clint of Kingpin. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like yeah. every time he talked about him, it was not an avenger that went up against Thanos and all those he's he's literally it seems scared of him. So, I don't know, that's that's something that maybe they're trying to uh build this aura about aura about uh Kingpin and <laughs> this, this aura, aura. about yeah. Kingpin. I don't know.
1: But John, I wanna ask you, if it wasn't Vincent D'Onofrio, how would you feel right now? If it wasn't Vincent D'Onofrio, then then I don't think it's as significant
0: because, okay, so Marvel has the rights to the character back. Sure. So we expect them at some point, we're going to have a Kingpin pop up. Mm-hmm. You can't not have Kingpin eventually pop up, right? By having Vincent D'Onofrio in the role though, yeah, put aside the fact that he plays the role great, they could get another actor who I'm sure would do a fantastic job as well. But by bringing in Vincent D'Onofrio, they're kind of, this is Marvel saying, we're willing to cross boundaries. We're willing to do things that traditionally we would not have done and most people don't do. Again, they kind of did it with Ghost Rider at one point, but we're willing to go there and we're willing to do that. And that just means that a lot of things that may have been considered, as Vincini would say, inconceivable. <laughs> is now possibly conceivable. So it's great alone that Kingpin's here, the character. Mm-hmm. It's significant though, that is actually gonna be played by Vincent D'Onofrio. And we'll find out next week. The question of, is this the Netflix iteration of Kingpin or is this a new iteration of Kingpin being played by Vincent D'Onofrio? We're gonna, we only have to wait a week for that answer. We'll definitively know that next week in the final episode. So, I'm, I am i got to tell you, I'm, I'm pretty stoked to see that final episode now. Who's
2: with me that uh, Kingpin should be played by Tyson Fury?
0: Oh, my God. Tyson <laughs> Fury would make a good Kingpin.
2: Just because he's so much bigger. Because after the um, Spider-Verse movie, you know how Kingpin looked in that with the big shoulders, like the super huge shoulders, and he was, like, way bigger than everybody else? I want to see that Kingpin.
0: Well, we got this one, and we're going to see. By the way, I... I always got to bring it out. Shout out to the great, late great Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, I, right? I don't care how much people right? want to trash on the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. I really liked that movie, and I really liked Michael Clark with his voice as Oh King. yeah, I miss Michael Clark Duncan yeah. so much. I uh, anyway, shout out to Michael Clark yeah. Duncan. Anyway, guys, question is for you. What did you think? about the uh, the big reveal in Hawkeye last night. I thought it was incredibly significant. Whatever you guys are feeling about that, jump down into the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. With all that done and said, let's now move on and start taking your comments. We've shut off the Super Chats now because a hell of a lot of comments oh, came I- on. But we're going to get to your comments first and then we'll get to your questions in just a second. So let's move over to it. What do we got going on in the comments, Kim?
1: All right, so Cutter Hale starts us off with saying, just finished Hawkeye. Holy shit, I'm losing my mind. Saw Don't Look Up last night, and the more I think about it, the more I hate it. McKay has lost his touch. The acting is awful, except Leo's. He's, thumbs up. Um, well, yeah, I mean,
0: oh my God, yes, Hawkeye, losing our minds, absolutely Cutter. And it it really does sadden me to hear because I was so looking forward to Don't Look Up. It is one... It, look, it's beyond dispute. It's one of the greatest casts ever assembled. And then hearing so many very mixed reviews coming out of it, it's, it's disappointing to hear. So thanks for sharing your take on it, Cutter. I'm disappointed you also disliked it, but uh, I, I still got to watch it at some point here. All right, what's next?
1: Casey Mack says, Saw Tick Tick Boom last night, and I got to say, I really enjoyed it. Andrew Garfield was really great. What movie was it, Ray?
2: Oh, tick tick boom (laughs) (laughs) or boom i don't know i i can't i can't do it you did it better you did it better yesterday
0: um yeah listen i again i don't know that tick tick boom is the movie that will take you if you are not a fan of musicals and will suddenly make you a fan of musicals but it's a damn good movie, and it deserves all the awards buzz it's given. So I'm glad you enjoyed it, Casey. All right, what's next?
1: Joshua Mickle says, look closely. This is the same Kingpin from Netflix. Proof, he's holding a cane on the side of the body where Bullseye threw knives at him in Daredevil season three.
0: You do know that Kingpin uses a cane a lot, right? Like, you, you, you know that Kingpin is often seen in a lot of the classic Kingpin art holding a cane right so no that is i mean listen it is possible we may we may find out next week that it's the same kingpin from netflix that's totally on the table him holding a cane is not proof of that that's like saying here's proof that it's the kingpin from netflix if you look at the picture and let me see if i can bring this picture up again i'm not sure i can let me try uh yes i can if you look at the picture look closely that's not it that's (laughs) it if you look closely he has a nose. Kingpin in Netflix has a nose. Confirmed. It's the Kingpin now. So, uh, I, I mean, yeah. So, again, very possible that it, that it could be. It might be. We'll find that out. Him holding a cane is not the proof, though. That That's not the proof in and of itself. All right. What's next?
1: Rina Senorita says, went to the midnight screening of No Way Home and OMG, they totally delivered. It's everything I wanted and more. It's now 4 a.m. A.U.S. time and I have to work in four hours, but I'm too hyped to go to sleep. Can't wait for you guys to see it and talk about it. Also, Hawkeye Episode 5. Wow. What a great night to be a Marvel fan. Uh, I mean, yeah, look, if you were one of
0: our very, very lucky international friends who sparked. Spider-Man no way home already open for you guys. And you got to watch that. And then that episode of Hawkeye, that is a Christmas come early. That is a Christmas come early. So it's so great to hear that you enjoyed it, Rena. And of course we will have our full open spoiler discussion of Spider-Man no way home on Sunday. So this Sunday will be our full open spoiler discussion. I'm anticipating that's going to be four or five hours long. So uh, make sure you guys tune in and join us for that. All right, what's next?
1: Stefan Day Lintwater says, I saw No Way Home Today and loved every minute of it. The movie went in directions. I wasn't expecting a blast from start to finish. Best MCU Spidey film yet. Yeah, now that I'm hearing that a lot.
0: Like there are a couple of people in the minority saying it's the best Spider-Man movie ever or the best MCU movie ever that's not what most of them but a lot of them seem to be suggesting out of the mcu ones like out of homecoming far from home and no way home a lot of saying this is the best one they've done yet and that's really encouraging to hear so i'm super glad you had a good time at that one Stephen. thanks for sharing your thoughts Alright, what's
1: next? Darth Wayne ninety seven says, "Game day! By the game t- day, <laughs> game day! By the time this is being read, I will probably be in my theater watching No Way Home and having my brain be melted by all those big surprises." And yeah,
2: listen, oh, I, sorry, I'm yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, it's too late. Now. It's too, late, now. The too moment, late. The moment, the moment leave came me and went. The moment came. I'm, I'm hanging. saving it always. all for tomorrow. Saving yeah, it all tomorrow for tomorrow is the Thank day. God. But no, honestly,
0: I, I, I hope you are. I hope right now you're able to watch this later because I hope you're in that theater right now and I hope you're having a good time uh, Darth let us know what you thought about it all right what's next
1: Casey Max says totally forgot how great and funny Florence Pugh is as Yelena she was great once again in this episode I listen I uh,
0: number one Scarlett Johansson was the best thing about Black Widow to me the family dynamic with like oh my god give me more of the family I want to see the dad I want to see but absolutely. Florence Pugh as Yelena was absolutely one of the strengths. She was she was great. Again, I thought they played that one scene with her and Kate a little too long. But aside from that, I thought she was great as the character. And I'm really looking forward to seeing where they go with her in the one remaining episode of Hawkeye.
1: And her accent is still with us. And
0: her accent is still there. Didn't come and go. All right, what's next?
1: Samuel Laskio says, a blurry photo is the big reveal. Kind of let down. Uh, what,
0: what were you expecting? The reveal is the reveal. We got that it is Kingpin and it is Vincent D'Onofrio. I mean, so, yeah, would it have been nice to see some video footage or to have heard a line? Sure. But that's not what this episode was for. They're saving that for the next episode. And there is still another episode to come. I just think the fact that they revealed it and this now confirmed, and that's a huge deal. All right, what's next?
1: Enrique A. says, John, thought you would notice AIMPAC... No, uh, nope, not gonna try that one. Equals John Campiero. Yar equals Ray, Aura, and Kim. I'm with you on this Spider-Man hiatus. I opened YouTube, social social media, sorry. Social media hiatus. I opened YouTube this day. It was spoilers galore. Yeah, that's what you were talking about earlier. We all knew this was happening. Like before Spider-Man
0: opens, everything will be there. And uh, practically the whole movie's online already. Like, again, when I opened my my YouTube last night, like all like half of my recommended things were here's the blah, blah, blah scene. And here's the good scene. Here's a a scene where blah, blah, blah meets blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And it's like it's all there. Like, it's just all there. The whole the the, the movie itself is all there online. So, yes, you've got to be putting yourself under a social media quarantine. All right. What's next?
1: Mohammed Mudassir says final crazy theory, the climatic. The climactic ba- <laughs> battle we see in the trailer actually happens in the middle of the movie, and the rest happens in another universe.
0: Well, I mean, the fact, the the battle we see happening in the trailer, a lot of people have been speculating right from the moment the trailer came out. It's like, they're just trying to make it look like it happens in the third act. What if it happens in the second act of the movie, the third act? Of the movie? That's totally possible. That's totally possible. We've all thought that. That's been a very common theory, Muhammad. So, yes, I think you're right on the money with that. We'll see.
2: I gotta say, if there's more theories like one week later, then I, I'm done. I'm <laughs> like
0: after, a week after Have the movie out? People comes keep sending out, theories
2: after. <laughs> more, more, that's,
0: that is the best, that's the easiest YouTube video to do. <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home theories, like 10 days after the movie it opened in theaters. <laughs> so, so I might be crazy. But I think, yeah, that would, be, that would be some easy videos to make. All right, what's next?
1: Orlando Orego says, Hey, John, binge watched Hawkeye last night, and I see the issues you had with the show. I did enjoy episode five. Excited for the finale. Yeah, I, again, it
0: was I was very unpopular in the MCU fan circles for about a week when I said, like, yeah, I watched the first two episodes of Hawkeye, and I don't honestly think they're all that good. And I still stand by that. I don't think the first couple of episodes of Hawkeye are all that good. I think it gets better. Like, I I enjoyed episode three. I enjoyed episode four. I really, really liked episode five. So I've gotten on board. But yeah, I still stand by. I do not think those first two episodes are very good. Not at all. It's not like WandaVision. That WandaVision came in right out, and I was blown away by WandaVision. Episode one. Episode one. Uh, Hawkeye failed to do that, but I'm
1: I'm I'm starting to get on the train. I'm getting on the train. All right, You're so. about to get off because the last episode is yeah, next week. Not for long. Uh, <laughs> John Redcorn says it won't happen, but I'd love to see Toby and or Andrew stick around as the Sony versus Spider-Man after we see them in No Way Home or bring Miles Mar- Miles in Sony verse.
0: Again, I, I I no the time for that has passed. It's one thing to do a great novelty and i use that term in a very positive way it's one thing to do a really cool shtick novelty thing about this It's another thing to say let's revive all of that and have f- four different spider-men running around and do i don't think so and and toby Maguire at 48 i, I don't know that it's Like sick. i want to see like we were just having a debate about whether we should even see peter parker in college <laughs> whether or not we want to see peter parker in college or maybe like a fresh grad like, I don't know that we want to see Peter Parker at 48
2: and starting a new franchise of that. I don't know, Ray. What? We want to see the Spider-Verse version of Peter Parker, for sure. The oh, one that's mean, been through it all.
0: Uh, Just, the the Jack. What's his name again? Um, J- not Joe Johnson? Yeah. No. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. The
2: Jake Johnson. The one who's been through it all. Like, here's about a crime. Go saves it with one sock on. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That would be funny to me, but... All
1: right. What's next? Cutter Hale says, with the villain reveal in Hawkeye, do you think we could see a certain hero appear in No Way Home tomorrow night? Ready for the seven ten time tomorrow big surprises?
0: Well, listen, I mean, obviously with Kingpin being there and there have been reports, there have been reports for literally over a year that we were going to see um, Charlie Cox pop up uh, in that. And there have been a lot of reports over the years and stuff like that. There have been some images, whether or not they're real or not, we'll find out. But yeah, of course, that's a possibility. Look, if Vincent D'Onofrio is here as kingpin, is there anybody, le- like considering there have been reports for over a year that Charlie Cox was going to be in this, reports that I didn't believe at first, by the way, With with one, Kevin Feige publicly saying a week or two ago, Charlie Cox is going to be our Daredevil right before Spider-Man No Way Home <laughs> comes out. And now with Vincent D'Onofrio popping up at Kingpin, I don't think it's just a possibility. I think it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, actually, look, as soon as Kevin Feige publicly announced that Charlie Cox was going to be in his dare, was going to be here as Daredevil, I think it became a foregone conclusion that he was going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. I, I think that, that once Kevin Feige says it publicly, that's a foregone conclusion. So now the question, the only question I have is. Will he be there as Matt Murdock or will he be there as Daredevil? Now, there are some of you who've seen the movie already and you know the answer to this question. I don't. I've seen parts of the movie, but I don't know the answer to that question. I will say I don't think we're going to see Daredevil. I think we will see Matt Murdock. If there was any doubt, Kevin Feige erased those doubts. But I do think we're going to see Matt Murdoch. I don't think we're going to see Kingpin. What do you think? Did you, number one, do you think we're going to see Charlie Cox? And then number two, if we see Charlie Cox, is he just going to be Matt Murdoch, or will he also be Kingpin? What do you think?
1: I think we're going to see Charlie Cox, and I think we're only going to see him as Matt Murdoch.
2: Ray, what about you? Do you think um, we're going to see? What do you only think? Only if Matt? someone bumps me and tells me, "Hey, that's Matt Murdoch," will I recognize Matt Murdoch.
0: Oh, because you haven't watched the Daredevil series. I. You know what, dude. Uh, you and me, and let's get Ray on. Let's get uh, Ryan in on it too. We have got to sit down and binge with you cooking a lot of food, obviously. But we have got to sit down and binge Daredevil. Huh. We've got to binge Daredevil. You'll love it. Okay. I'm okay. telling you, you are going to love well, Daredevil. Let's do it tonight before we see No Way Home. Oh, we'll my. pull an all-nighter tonight. Oh my god. All-nighter. Watching- all-nighter.
1: <laughs>
0: sugar.
2: All so much sugar. Sugar and acid. Just have a time of our lives. No Way Home will be a different movie to all three of us.
1: (laughs) You guys will be coming out with all these confirmed fan theories that did not happen in the movie. Okay, Uh, what is next? Saren (laughs) Temesalvin says, watched episode five and No Way Home immediately after. Both fantastic and perfect double features. No better time to be a Marvel fan. Absolute chills.
0: Again, like we were saying, uh, Saren, it was like Christmas come early. Now, you know, if you're like us and you got to wait one more day, that's still it's Hawkeye episode five rolling. But like for those of our international friends who live in those markets where it opened early, you literally got to watch Hawkeye episode five. And Spider-Man No Way Home back to back. It is Christmas come early. I'm glad you had that good time, man. All right, what's next?
1: Cam K says Avengers Memorial, Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, Thor Odinson, Steve Rogers, Natasha Romanoff, Clint Barton, Rogers the Musical. Yeah, but Ant-Man though. I still think it's hilarious that they put it. I still love look, I didn't like the first two
0: episodes of Hawkeye. But one of them, but there were <laughs> moments that I liked, and one of them was that guy wasn't there. <laughs> like I love that they got Clint on that guy wasn't there. I like that a lot, but that was a really good moment standing there at that memorial. I know. And that was that was a good moment in the show. That was a good moment. All right, what's next?
1: Stash Dad Iggy says, I posted I was logging off till 3 p.m. tomorrow and some no-spoiler bot commented because I hashtag no-spoilers. LOL. It's crazy. Enable no comments and Godspeed everyone. Dolby at 3 taking mm-hmm. the kids. And I hope you
0: have a great time. I mean, you know, that kind of reminds me of what we were talking about before it is hard to believe but the first sam raimi spider-man movie is 20 years old it's rounding into it 20 years old and we now have people who went to go see that spider-man movie when they were 13 years old and they're now getting to go to this one taking their kids with them Oh, I think that's awesome. That's, that's so awesome. good. I hope you guys, I hope you and your kids have a great time there, Stash. All right, what's next?
1: Orlando Orego says, by the way, Vincent D'Onofrio was credited at the end of episode five of Hawkeye. Can't wait to see Kingpin in the MCU.
0: Hand-kawaii. I kwai th- th- I thought you were saying it was credited at the end of episode five of... Hanulquay. I thought like I thought he was giving us like an alternate comic version of the character or something, but I think it was just a misspelling. <laughs> yes he was, Orlando, yes he was. Good catch, man. All right, what's next?
1: CosmoCon1 says, "Good morning, John and Co. These Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers are multiplying faster than rabbits in springtime. <laughs> Love the channel, keep it up." Yeah, I, but but look, the, the one thing though is it it was no surprise. Like we knew
0: that this whole everything would be out there prior to the movie opening. Mm. Like we have known that or a year that that would be that we have we've all talked about how to gird yourself going into the final days and stuff like that but in, in the in the modern day of social media there's really no avoiding it again like i said i was just on youtube last night and like there's the movie right there there there's this scene and this scene right in, in the thumbnails and the titles and that, and that scene and that scene and that scene it's like there you go and then obviously even the dr strange 2 trailer dropped or leaked i should say so i mean yeah it's it's there but it's it's part of our movie going reality these days it's just part of the movie going reality all right what's next
1: shuvo raman says youtube is ruining no way home with people posting clips it's it's tough but you just got to learn
0: how to avoid them man maybe stay off youtube for for a day or so all right what's next
1: Jim, X Mafia says, John, about to see No Way Home in one hour, feeling nice. nervous and excited at the same time. I'm waiting to yell big surprises in the theater. Wish you best, John and crew. I think
0: there are honestly going to be theaters all across the world. Which no, is not. There, there are. I am telling you, there across are going the to land. be theaters all across the world. No. Not in every theater, but I think there are going to be some theaters all across the world where somebody's going to show up or something's going to happen, and somebody in that theater is going to yell, Big surprises, I'm telling you. But
2: someone in the chat pointed out that with all these spoilers out, they're going to be yelling, no surprises. No (laughs)
1: surprises. No surprises. That's hilarious. What's next? You know, Faulkner says 26 hours until I bask in the glory of No Way Home, my body is ready. We're roughly about the same period away ourselves right here. We're
0: going to So by the way, I know some people asking what's the plans for the show tomorrow. There is going to be a John Campy show tomorrow.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a long um, I, I don't long know day. that it'll
0: be a full show, but we're going to do uh our pre Spider-Man No Way Home viewing episode tomorrow regular time and then we're going to wrap up the show and we're going to head over to our theater.
2: Wait, I have to take my pre going out in public shower. Yes, you. I do. have to go home, take a shower, yeah. make sure I'm presentable. Then we'll go. Or, day.
0: or you could do that before you come and, and do the show. just as
2: I say something, <laughs> something else pops up.
1: Come on, man. All right, what's next? Enrique A says NTS Ray and Kim equals unrelated. Ray and Ann equals related. Yeah. So somebody Is accidentally, accidentally put in. They they meant to
0: say, wait a minute, Ray and Anne are related. They accidentally said Ray and Kim are related. I'm like. No, <laughs> but but you, they probably met. Nan. we understood that though. We yes, for those of you who don't know, Ray, uh, I am Ray's brother in law. Uh, I actually uh, got married to Ray's sister, and uh, Anne uh, and or Ray is Anne's Kuya,
2: and yeah, yeah. and she, she is forcing him to employ me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at anything but I'm oh. still employed. <laughs> i just Oh, you, God, want me, you want me that. to stay with you? <laughs>
0: Give my brother a job. No, uh, in, in, all, in all seriousness, let me let me tell you a quick story here, even though we do not, do not have time for this. Quick story here. When I was starting with AMC, and I finally convinced AMC to allow us to do a video show, because when they first hired me, it was just running a news blog, right? But I told them, we need to move to video. Well, no one's doing that, that yet. yeah that's why we got to do it and I said we got to move to video and when they did and we got our studio set up at the AMC Burbank 16, the very first guy I hired was Ray uh, because I needed help yep. and and Ray was willing to help and let me tell you something um, Ray has been with me through AMC, through Collider, doing the john campia show the one constant that i've always been able to do all this is because ray has been one of those main pillars of support that has allowed me to do what i do and has helped me along the way
2: to do it and so and uh, and likewise you know when i first started it was just really basic like putting like emails together but then like every not not just john but every job i've ever had like whether it'd been blockbuster or best buy or whatever i always feel uh the need to go above and beyond just to show my appreciation that they took a chance on hiring me. So um, with the, remember the mailbag segment, John. And then like, Oh yeah. I started putting like, I started messing around with Photoshop, putting those little graphics behind the email. And you, you said you liked it. So that pushed me to actually getting better at Photoshop. Yep. And, and, and like better and better adding more, you know, skills. So, you know, I could just make the show better. Cause like, I feel if anybody hires me, I have to do my best in in it. I can't just be.
0: And know. now you picked up Photoshop and then you became yeah. great at it. And now I didn't tell you this. But then yesterday I got other industry people emailing me, asking me if Ray will do contract work. Cause now people like, and, and this has happened before. I've had people calling me. It's like, now Ray, we got to get Ray. Cause Ray's so good at the graphics, right? Anyway, nice. we, we need to move on. We're, we're falling behind your Work we're ethic, kids. Everyone needs
1: to be more but
0: like I, Ray.
3: I, 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 just,
2: I just like to hear that because like, I never want to be known as the guy who just got hired. Cause I'm like, you know, I actually want to feel like, you know, like, oh yeah, it, it's beyond that. And
0: I'll tell you straight up. Ray maybe got initially hired eight <laughs> nine years ago because hey he's my brother in law and he's there and I knew that but, but I knew Ray, that Ray, Ray
1: you proved d- yourself but
0: Ray is here now because he's great at what he does yeah see that and what I'm I lucky I'm lucky that he works with me so let let's be very clear about that all right what's next
1: we all are anime thirty eight says Norway COVID restrictions just went to half capacity in theaters. And Spider-Man pushed to January. Yeah, we had a bunch of people writing so in to tell us sorry. about that.
0: That, b- Yeah, because Golly. Norway, it, they, they're having, they're struggling oh, over there right God. now. So they implemented like half capacity, or thought even less than that. And the distributor in Norway just said, you know what? We can't make our money back properly with half full theaters. So they decided to push it to January, I think 14th in Norway. So oh, hang God. in there, our film-loving brothers and sisters in Norway. Hang in there. It's January 14th isn't that far away. So hang in there. All right, what's
1: next? Raymond Verrata says, I hope the Avengers marker becomes permanent at Grand Central Station. Art imitates life. (laughs) It's like the Batman statue at WB or Yoda statue in Presidio. And listen, there's right down at AMC Burbank 16, there is
0: a giant bronze Batman statue now. And it's awesome. It's really cool. But you know what? I am with you, Raymond. Uh, Yeah, it's just a piece of art, but they totally should leave that plaque. They should, whatever that is, they should put that plaque up actually down there.
2: What was the purpose of that Batman statue? Someone... Showed me a pic, but it's just because? Yeah, it's just because. And it's there forever? I think so. Well, Warner Brothers is located in oh, Burbank yeah, right, and all that
0: kind right. of iconic movie figure. So, yeah, I think it's th- I don't know if it's there forever, but it's going to be there for a while. All
1: right. What's next? Official friend zone says next versus movie pitch. Kingpin versus Arishem the judge. <laughs> Who wins? My money's on Kingpin. Uh,
0: Yeah, I think even Batman loses to Arishem the judge. That's a that's a tough one. to find. <laughs> That's a good way. Kingpin versus Arsham. You hurt Vanessa. All right. What's next?
1: Hulk smash your mom, says. Oh my okay. God. Says, hey guys, even with all the leaks, I can't wait for Spider-Man No Way Home to hit tomorrow. And Kingpin is back. Let's go, loving all the big surprises.
0: Here's the, here's the big thing too. I, I totally believe this. Even if you accidentally came across all the YouTube videos about it and blah, 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 now you know everything. If this movie's good, you're still going to have a great time tomorrow when you see it or tonight, or whenever it is you're seeing. I, I honestly believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe you are. Because I have not heard one thing from this movie that alters the way I'm going to be watching the movie. Again, we've been talking about this last few days. Like, when you find out what's going on with Bruce Willis's character in Sixth Sense, that totally alters the way you see the movie. The whole movie. Like, from start to finish, it alters everything. I haven't personally heard anything from Spider-Man No Way Home, and I've heard a bunch but I haven't heard anything from Spider-Man No Way Home that's gonna, that, has, that has or will alter the way I see the film. So I think even if, and I know a lot of you guys are in the same boat where maybe a YouTube video or whatever, oh, yeah. and you know a lot of stuff that's going on in the movie, I honestly don't think it's going to impede your enjoyment of the film at all. I really don't. I don't think it's going to impede it one single time bit so hang on to that all right what's next
1: keith wayne jones says my dad took me to see spider-man in 2002 when i was a kid nice. now me and my dad are taking my son to no way home tomorrow can't wait dude that That's is the so coolest sweet. thing i've heard all day that is the coolest thing i've heard all day please take a picture with all three of
0: you yeah that would and be really share cool but that would be really great the notion that your dad took you and now your dad is coming with you as you take your son that's the one of the coolest thing that's that's a movie going experience that you your dad and your son are always going to have that that's the power of movies man going to the movies they become these powerful shared experiences that you have for the rest of your life i and that's awesome i love hearing that keith thanks for sharing man all right what's next
1: okay sophia says um hmm huh (laughs) <laughs> okay imagine doing the nasty with your eyes okay closed. we'll move on next oh, one, yeah. oh, right, um, next one. <laughs> i'm gonna move on elizabeth gerardo says hawkeye really said big surprises and they delivered vinnie d hey by the
0: way you know what I, and i'll tell you what yeah the hawkeye show because we said like if you if a movie doesn't do what you expected it to do that's your problem that's your fault yeah. but you had the kingpin show creators or the kingpin the, the hawkeye show creators saying episode five is going to break the internet so i was like this is going to kind of be on you guys if if these expectations right. aren't met and i'll be honest with you when the episode started and we saw the the elena we found out oh elena was one of half the people in the world elena was one of half the people in the world who got snapped and i started and i thought to myself if that's the break the internet moment. That Yelena was one of 50% of the people in the world
3: who got snapped away.
0: If that's the big surprise, that's gonna be quite a letdown. Now, it doesn't have to be Kingpin. But it better be something that's not just finding out Yelena, who had a 50-50 chance of being a person who got snapped, got snapped. That's going to be disappointing. So, yeah, I was very glad to see that. All right, what's next?
1: Black Rice 19 says, All of the MCU Disney Plus shows so far, Hawkeye suffers the most from the six-episode format. Not enough time for development with all these new characters.
0: At least, listen, at least not the way they've done the show. At least not the way they've done the show. Like, For instance, we're just talking about, you know, we saw the message from Aaron today. Aaron's going to be in uh, The Rookie, right? That series has, what, 16, 17, 18, 19 episodes? Can't remember. Like, Aaron's episode is going to come out in February, and they're already on, like, episode 10 right now, so it's going to be on, like, episode 14, 15, or 16. And it feels great. Six episodes is enough time to flesh out all your new characters and all that kind of stuff if you tell the story right. Right. I feel there's been some execution issues with, with Hawkeye. Because mm-hmm. right now we've had 3 hours of Hawkeye mm-hmm. maybe in total out of through 5 episodes. 3 hours is plenty of time. That's plenty of time if you execute it right. And I feel there's been a little bit of a dropping of the ball in how they've made this show flow. So, yeah, that's kind of, kind of my take on it. anyway.
1: Anyway, what's next? Leaf stink. Says, John, I had to update my username after hearing your cowboy slander last week. So much for the nameless team beating them, lol. Ray's best quote from Reaction Watch stick to fashion, Vanity Fair. <laughs> I,
2: didn't mean- I remember you that. You know, I didn't mean to say it. It was just because it was just you like You totally heat, meant to say that. Heat of the moment. I don't even know what Vanity Fair is about.
0: So, for those of you who missed it on Reaction Watch, Vanity Fair, I think, was the first trade that released a, a somewhat negative review of Spider-Man. No, Ray was like, stick to fashion vanity fair, oh, but Which it seemed great. like
2: so nitpicky. I think it, something triggered me. I, I should, I should not speak out loud sometimes.
1: <laughs> oh no, that's hilarious.
0: Um, I will say that. Yeah. Hey man, love the cowboy. Listen, I am a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. All right. (laughs) Nobody knows what long suffering is in sports fandom.
1: Leafs stink.
0: (laughs) Nobody knows. I don't care what team you follow. Nobody knows what long suffering means in sports fandom more than Toronto Maple Leaf fans. Understand this. The Toronto Maple Leafs have not even been to the Stanley Cup finals as long as I've been on this earth. Oh, No. Never in my lifetime, forget winning the Stanley Cup. The Leafs have never even been to the Stanley Cup as long as I've been alive. So, yeah, when I tell you that the Cowboys suck, and the Cowboys suck, uh oh. but when I tell you that the Cowboys suck, (laughs) understand that it comes from somebody who knows very well what it means to love a team (laughs) that sucks. Now, the Toronto Maple Leafs are actually pretty good this year. Actually, they're pretty damn good this year. But in the scope of my lifetime, this is a terrible team. But I love them. They're mine. (laughs) Suckage and all. They're my team. So when I tell you your team sucks, I know of which I speak but know that I have suffered through it longer than you have. All right, what's next?
1: Andy says, fun fact, Yelena is about a decade older than Kate Bishop, but Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld are the same age as of four days ago. I did not know that. Oh my gosh. And, and I guess, yeah, Yelena is supposed to be about.
0: That's actually really good because normally it's different. They usually say the characters are supposed to be the same age, but really the one actor is like 15 years older than the other. This is kind of the other way around. That's a good fact way to bring up, I, Andy. I
2: got to say that, that yelena character she she grew on me just that one episode the one last yeah like, yeah she, wow is she good at what they're trying to do with her i agree i think they did a great job with her all right what's next
1: jeremiah miller says chef pleasures has some russian competition
0: oh that's the macaroni and cheese oh. that's right
1: my daddy says
2: it's He's good a it's, cl- <laughs> it's a classic
1: it's a classic
2: i just like those guys why i would rather see the tracksuit mania i would rather see tracksuit mania than echo series right now because those guys are funny i don't know why Did you just called tracksuit mania that's oh, the name of the show oh tracksuit that totally
0: should be the name of their show the tracksuit mania It's <laughs> the show about the tracksuit track mania and they always lose they always lose came- every episode. there's cameos
2: from every like marvel superhero and it's just just about them losing
0: a show about the tracksuit mafia called tracksuit mania. mania i'm i'm all in i love it And I'm
2: they tour the country like bts yeah
0: <laughs> who were they going oh yeah and the whole show kicks off with the entire group at an imagine dragons concert <laughs> and then they come back all right what's
2: next
1: did you guys drop acid before the show <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm doing it currently <laughs> uh-
1: Oh, my God. Extant Crab sends in a $12 Super Chat. Thank, Thank you extent. so much. Saw No Way Home earlier today in the UK, and it doesn't disappoint. Can't wait to see your reactions later in the week. Some really amazing and emotional moments. For me, it's the best MCU movie so far. Woo. Oh, that's big words.
0: I, I mean, look, I, I haven't seen it yet. I I very much doubt that this is as good as Civil War or as good as Winter Soldier, or as good as the original Avengers. I, I have I have big doubts. Now, that being said, I had, if you would have told me that going into Shang-Chi, that I would think it's the best comic book movie since Logan, I would have said, I highly doubt that. But I do. So I don't know. I, I have my doubts about it. I just want it to be good. That's all I need.
2: Let's just have a good time. Let's time. have a good time. You know what? Take all those comparisons. Let's walk in there. Let's enjoy the moment, because that's I'm getting more excited just for the event itself, just because this is the first time me and you are watching a movie, and you haven't seen it yet. I know all the Marvel movies nope, that we've- there was, there was another one. And which one was that? See, there was a movie that we I We wa- saw John Wick together, and you saw it for the first time with me. That was a great experience. That too. was, and there's another one. We're with Dennis and Schnepp. we were with Dennis
0: and Schnepp on that one. Yep. But there was another one that you and I saw that was the first time I was watching- Thor. No, nope, I had seen Thor already this time. No, 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 that's right. You did come with and, me to my and first Priest.
2: Screening. And Priest. And Priest. And we both love those And movies. there's another one still. What? Uh, Chronicle. Yeah, but none of recent, okay, none of recent, recent right, especially right, in the
0: MCU. So actually, we just rifled off five or six movies I saw for the first time with you. Okay, <laughs> so I'm we sorry. Gone for, gone for, but yeah, but lately fun. you've seen
2: movies like two yes. or three times before I've yes, seen Yes,
0: yeah, I usually have seen them three or four times before I've seen it with you. Yes. So it'll
2: be cool. It'll be cool tomorrow. All right, what's next?
1: Casey Mack says Sonic and Detective Pikachu has probably been the most successful when it comes to video game movies.
0: I was underwhelmed with Detective Pikachu. I, I was underwhelmed with it. Like okay. I thought the trailers looked great. Of course, you got Ryan Reynolds doing the voice, and it, it didn't. It wasn't. Didn't suck. But I. I'm not gonna lie. I was underwhelmed. I actually liked Sonic more than I liked uh, Detective Pikachu. All right, it's next.
1: Andy says, "Crazy next seven days: Hawkeye, Spider Man, Witcher Two, Matrix, Kingsman, Nightmare Alley. That's too big of a geek train to fit inside the tunnel." I forgot to mention. I got
0: to watch a bit of... uh, I got to watch the first episode of Witcher Season 2 yesterday. Oh, that's right. Mm. It's great. Yeah? I had a great time. Then there was a really wonderful Q&A with with Henry Cavill after Mm. it. And yeah, it it picks up right where Season 1 left off. And... It's really good. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I'm very, very excited to see where the rest of the season goes. So, yeah.
1: All right. What's next? Josie Reviews says, Kian Peel must be so proud of my boy Snoop during the Golden Globe nominations. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right, A.A. Ron? A.A. <laughs> Ron nominated for Best Director.
0: Dennis Waiver <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Tick. Ben Affleck.
2: Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Affleck. Oh, excuse me. Ben Affleck. Here's the thing.
0: (laughs) I don't know. What's his name? Uh, Alec Baldwin gets on stage at the Oscars and says, here performing the song from... Uh, what? W-
1: frozen? No. no. Adele Dezim. No, that was um, that was, that was Face Off. That was um, John, John Travolta. Travolta. Oh, sorry, you're right, John Travolta. It's yes, a Mint absolutely right. absolutely, It's absolutely. It was
0: John Travolta. <laughs> it's a- a Adele
1: <laughs> Wait, wait <laughs>
0: a
2: second. Adina Mazzel. <laughs> but <laughs> so what, was, what was he trying to say? adina Mazzel. Adele. Oh, he was okay. Like
0: it's immense. It, it's it's Adele De right? So he does it <laughs> and is falling on his face. Snoop Dogg. Ben Affleck, I'm sorry, Ben Affleck, and I everybody's he... like, it's awesome because yeah, man, it.
2: <laughs> read I me a it. bedtime story every night, and I go to sleep. For real, it's like so smooth. He like he's so smooth. He's never aggressive, like in his voice. He's calm.
0: <laughs> he's just smooth. That's all. That's all he had to do, Kim. Was just just mispronounce just the, like, the words ben and just ben do this. Black. Like you know what? It's all cool. Denise Villain, in the wait mood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. Love, it, man. <laughs> love it, Chris Wright says, now that the big guy is confirmed on Hawkeye, I wonder if a certain blind lawyer will show up in No Way Home hmm. oh, again. I mean, look, I, I honestly
0: don't know factually, but I, once Kevin Feige comes out and says, hey, everybody, Charlie Cox is our daredevil, like right before Spider-Man No Way Home comes out. I, I mean, Kevin Feige answered the question. So, I mean, there's that. All right. What's next?
1: Gus's Gas Station. Dot fart <laughs> says, "Why are you always hating on me, man? I hear things and I pass it along. LOL. Love the show. Best panel since AMC days. Oh, Kimberly is you. fantastic. Ray is awesome. And as always, you thank ask you. great questions.
0: Oh, uh, thank you so much, man. We appreciate that very, very much. And yes, yeah, Gus. For those of you who don't know, Gus's Gas Station Reviews. Dot fart. Is like, <laughs> it's like the fictional name I make up to kind of represent." all the non real news sites out there, like the John Campia oh, show God. and like many other websites out there. We are, we are all Gus's gas station, movie part. So like if a piece of news comes out, I'm like, okay, did it come from one of the real trades or did it come from gas's uh, Gus's gas station movie was start fart meaning sites like mine and others but yes there you go alright thanks for saying those are kind words man thanks for sending those in alright what's next
1: Alex Alan Gonzalez says watched everything everywhere all at once trailer looks amazing
0: completely I love it when a trailer comes out of nowhere that was completely off my radar and I go I can't wait to watch that that new one with Michelle Yo and by the way I think the girl who plays her daughter is the bar girl in Shang-Chi the one they're they're you because know, you know, you got the two talking to the couple, their friends. Oh, is who's she who's saying, I just think you guys need to start taking your life seriously and blah. That girl.
1: Is that I, the girl from all the boys I loved before?
0: I don't think, I think so. No. I don't think so. You could be right. That's the I no, the girl in Shang-Chi is not the girl from all the no, boys the I No, the girl in
1: all, all everything always oh, all at once. Maybe.
0: I thought it was the girl from Shang-Chi and from the um Oh, AT&T that girl was, I know who you're talking
1: about. That girl was funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, was yeah. Like, I was like, I was in the
0: car. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I don't know. You might be right though. Maybe I, I didn't, uh, maybe I'm misplacing her, but we'll find out. It All looks right. great. What's next?
1: Terrell Y says, saw Hawkeye this morning, <laughs> this morning. And as soon as I seen year 2018, I knew someone was getting snapped. I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I thought it was just background
0: story being told. I totally should have put that together because when she went to the... By the way, how beautiful is that done? She goes to wash her hands and then... That was done really well, and I should have seen it coming. All right, what's next?
1: Jacob Hirsch says, I doubt y'all saw Flash last night, but they finally revealed those glorious gold boots. Gold boots? <laughs> it really felt self-pleasury. Every shot was angled for them. Self-pleasury. Yeah. self <laughs>
2: Yeah, those gold boots. Self-pleasury. Oh, <laughs> no
1: oh my god give
2: me them gold boots baby <laughs> I, I cannot i cannot
1: because now i see you in a chef hat silk Sing. silk shorts and gold, gold boots, boots and i can't get it out of my head
0: um, <laughs> oh, oh one second. okay um, uh okay. you are correct okay. jacob to doubt that i want i i, I have i listen I will look back in the years to come. I will look back on the CW Flash series fondly as a show I really liked, but I have tapped out of it. I, 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 it's for me the show has run its course, and I'm not watching it anymore. But I will always look back on it fondly as a show I used to really like. But uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching it even for gold boots. All right, what's next?
1: Michael Bradley says, had to block four rogue YouTube channels already because of No Way Home video spoilers. I have till 8.30 on Thursday, but I feel like I'm in a losing battle. It's kind of
0: like, you know that scene in The Matrix Revolutions, the final Matrix movie, as the machines are starting to invade... Uh, Tamora. What, what's the name of the, of the human city? It's called... Zion. Zion. As the machines start to invade Zion, and the hole opens up, and the first couple of squid robots come through, but then all of a sudden, it's just like, like there's thousands. Or in uh, Infinity War, uh, when the monsters come out of the forest, and they break through the shield, and there's just waves of them, right? That's that's kind of what it is right now. So, yeah, good luck, man. Good luck. All right, what's next?
1: William Bang says, Hey, John, regarding CV watch from yesterday, as a trained ESL teacher, I think the language is challenging. And also that where you're from or where you went to school may explain this best. Bring on the filthy, John.
0: I don't know what he means by CV watch. I I, I mean, when you say ES, I, I don't know what we're talking about.
2: Oh, be watch me um. oh no
0: so sorry about that William. i feel like you're saying something really insightful but i'm not yeah i'm not getting what it is we're talking about anyway so if, if you guys in the, in the live chat know what he's talking about what do you think about what william just said all right what's next
1: Best Wildly says no mid credit scenes in hawkeye by the way oh yeah glad you brought that up yeah.
0: normally they we have started like the 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 MCU Disney Plus oh, shows cool. never have post credit scenes to start for the first couple of episodes but then they kick in yes and I'm sure we're going to get one in the final episode, mm-hmm. but I really expected we were going to have one.
2: What do you think, Ray? Oh, sorry. He That guy was referring to um, a super chat yesterday when someone was saying, do you say I'm going to see a movie or go? I'm going to. The- oh, so was, let's re- that's like, what he's we re- talking about. Can we reread it one more time? Please? Yes. Okay. Oh,
1: Hey, John, regarding see a movie versus, versus watch, watch a movie from yesterday. As a trained ESL teacher, I think the language is changing. And also that where you're from or where you went to school may explain this best. Okay. Okay. All right. So, thank So, you. so
0: guys, yeah, listen, guys, if you're, if you throw in a comment, that's a throwback to something else, give me a quick reference on it. Cause like we were going to go through about a hundred questions between then and now, but okay, now I get where you're coming. To. Thank you for sending that in. William, I appreciate that. All right, and, and then to Daryl, best things, yeah. We expected to see a post credit scene, and we didn't get it. I'm surprised. All right, what's next?
1: Al Rinshaw says, game day, John. Game day. Uh, game day. I'll be seeing Spider-Man four times opening weekend. Nice. You Whoa, excited to see what? this movie make $250 million? Thank you. It ain't hitting $250 million. Thank you, Al Rinshaw. Al, I mean, I hope I it,
3: it,
2: does. it does. Al is now the craziest viewer I've ever not met before in my life. <laughs> With <laughs> bets and already seeing it four times? Come on. I mean that's awesome. I think there are probably many people
0: who are going to be seeing it four times. Yeah, I, and listen, I hope, I hope it makes two hundred fifty million. I hope it does. I'm going to celebrate if it does. I don't. It ain't. It ain't hitting two hundred fifty
1: million. I hope it does. hope it does. Let's see what happens. All right, what's next? Casey Mack says, I wish big stuff like this would stop getting leaked. Imagine mm-hmm. what the reaction would have been if there was no rumors of the big guy being in Hawkeye. Well,
0: you can't get away from rumors of the big guy because the show itself was talking about the big guy true. and
1: uncle mm-hmm. and,
0: you know, the fat true man, boss. Fat man used cars. Fat man auto and something like that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's all over there. But look, the reality is we live in a world that we're like every human being on earth now, almost in our culture walks around with a global audio visual communication device. And that makes it incredibly challenging to keep anything secret. Um, Plus again, you could not have this hinted at because they kind of were telling us through the entire series that that's what was coming, but it's still exciting nonetheless. All right. What's next?
1: Rachel Knight online says Ray would make a better uncharted poster. Yes, he would get Holland and Wahlberg out of there and let my King shine. That's Ray.
0: If Ray, I'm telling no, but but I mean, in all seriousness, Ray would make a better post. I don't mean that as an insult to the current poster. I'm just telling you, Ray, is that good. He would make a better poster. So maybe they should get
2: a hold of him. That pirate ship, though, come
0: on.
1: The pirate ship looks slick. I like yeah. the pirate ship.
0: It looks really slick. All right, what's next?
1: Michael Cerda says, will you be doing a show tomorrow? Much love. Yes, we. it'll be a little bit shorter than normal, but we will be
0: doing a show tomorrow. Our, our pregame, our Spider-Man No Way Home pregame tailgate here. You know, every time you bring
2: that up, like, I feel the excitement. I was just telling everyone in the chat, like, how I'm ex- exhausted and I, I'm not even excited for No Way Home, like, feeling it currently. But every you time you talk about tomorrow, <laughs> but every time you talk about tomorrow, I just start thinking about it for a second, and I start going, "Oh man, let's do it tomorrow.
1: It's tomorrow." Yeah, it What's next? Ibrahim Khan says, watch No Way Home today here in the UK. I absolutely loved it. Emotional, dark, funny, exceeded my expectations. My favorite Spider-Man film ever. I'm glad you loved it so much, man. John, I think that's the fifth time in the Super Chats today someone said it was their favorite Spider-Man movie ever.
0: I don't think so. Uh, there was some I think who there said was like five. There was one who said that it was their favorite Spider-Man of the MCU Spider-Man films. Uh, th- this guy saying it's his favorite and one said favorite's MCU, but I don't think we had anybody else saying it was the best Spider-Man
1: movie ever. But really, the, yeah. I think it was the fifth one. All right, all right. I think. Let's make a bet. No, just kidding. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> I might lose. Mickey three says Stan Lee has returned from the grave to promote NFTs. All jokes aside, it's really sad to see someone using Stan's account to do this. It's sickening. I've I got a few messages oh.
0: from people talking about this. It's not something we would do as a story here, but yeah, and I don't know much about it, but I've gotten some messages from people saying, whoever it is is using Stan Lee's Twitter account. What? To hawk stuff and to sell stuff.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I don't
0: know if that's family or whatever. Have some shame, but I, I mean I, God. I, hey, listen, for all I know, if it's if, if Stan's family and Stan... I, I, I'm speaking hypothetically here. And Stan told him, hey, just keep rolling with my stuff to make money for the company and the family, then fine. But it, yeah, it, it does seem a little... Mm, off-putting all right what's next
1: analog meter says before entering ssu tom spidey loses iron man's junior suit to the most powerful mcu entity disney legal (laughs) business suits army yells not your property yeah i mean here's the funny thing
0: spider-man right now belongs to sony but i think well no it all depends on their on their contract, because theoretically speaking, anything that they create for Spider-Man in the MCU movies, those things would belong to um, uh, those things would belong to Marvel. But I have a feeling they probably uh, contracted that out. I, I, I They probably contracted that out. All right. What's next?
1: Sam Fisher says, I wasn't entirely sure Kingpin was going to be in Hawkeye. I meant to ask this earlier, but would Marvel have hired Vincent D'Onofrio to like a few tweets to F with fans?
0: Yes. That's totally something they could have done. It totally is something they could have done. It would have been brilliant on their part to do it, but they didn't have to. He's really there. All right.
1: What's next? Stefan Barbander says, just seen No Way Home and wow, the cast is phenomenal in this movie and John Watts brought his A game to this one. 10 out of 10 stars for me. Awesome to hear.
0: Loving hearing, not just the reactions from the critics, but the reactions from the audience as well. It's great. I'm glad you had a good time with that, Stefan. All right, what's next?
1: Cutter Hale says, I want to throw out another thing to help movie theater employees. If you see No Way Home when you are leaving the movie, don't talk about the movie till you're in the parking lot. They want to see it too. No spoilers.
0: I got it. Well, here's here's the good thing. Most movie theater employees have probably seen it already. Like, I know it at the AMC theaters around here, they will have, like, for these big movies coming out, they'll have employee screenings oh, before nice. the movie comes out and that's stuff nice. like that. So there's that. But there's that one iconic scene in The Simpsons where it was like a flashback to, like, to uh whenever like the early 80s when the empire strikes back came out and it's got Homer and Marge walking out and there's a, a big line for the next screening and Homer and Marge are walking out going I can't believe that Darth Vader is Luke's father and then everybody in line looks at them and stuff like that yeah <laughs> don't be that guy coming out of no way home all right what's next
1: Call me Ishmael says hey you guys it's been confirmed the electric company spidey and no way home Ray can I get a big surprises big
0: surprises Oh I remember the electric company Spider-Man is it? It's it's an old, this is going back to when I was a kid. All right, what's
1: next? ER's grandpa says, congrats, Aaron, on your newborn and you're the rookie appearance. 24-ish hours from No Way Home and less than a half hour venue. Half full. Half full. Thank you. J.K. and R.O. rocketh you too, Ann. Um, Listen, that's the thing. In as much
0: as ticket websites crashing and a lot of people buying three and four, I've also been getting a lot of emails from people saying, oh, I just I, I thought it was too late, but I went and checked and there are still a bunch of tickets available for my first screening and blah, blah, blah. So I guess it depends where you are in L.A. The theaters are packed in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure New York, too. But a lot of other people writing and saying there's still a lot of room. So, I mean, hey, if you still want to go, maybe you're, you still can get those tickets. So go check it out. All right. What's next?
1: Matt Murdoch says, hi, guys. Greetings from Italy. I'm seeing Spider-Man in two hours, and the excitement is real. Love, Kim and Ray on the show. I cannot wait for you to see it. I hope you have a great time,
0: Matt Murdock, and maybe you'll see yourself in the movie. All right, what's next?
1: John Keeley says, hi, John and crew from Scotland. Just returned home from Spider-Man No Way Home. No spoilers for me, but if word of mouth spreads, as Mr. Campia would say, it's going to make all the money. Not a lot of money.
0: It's going to make all the money. This thing's, listen, this thing's going to make huge bank. Maybe like not 250, 250 million, million opening. Million,
1: I know. Talk about it. Maybe not 250
0: <laughs> million opening weekend, but it's going to have legs. Oh, it's going to have legs. Mm-hmm. And unlike those stupid idiotic moves where they're putting out movies day and date with streaming, people are going to come back to the theaters to watch it again. And then they're going to bring more people to come watch it again. This thing's going to make a lot of money.
1: It's going to make a lot of money. All right, what's next? Do you want me to read that one? Uh, no. Okay. Silit Bang 007 says, See Spider-Man No Way Home today in the UK, and it's absolutely amazing. So joyful and fun, yet so compelling as well. Love you guys. Oh, uh, I
0: love hearing these reactions. First of all, we now we've heard people from Italy, from Scotland, from and cool. now from the UK who have already seen it, and the, so our cool. film-loving brothers and sisters around the world are loving it. Good to hear. I can't wait to see it myself. Thanks for sending that in, man. All right, what's next?
1: Mohamed Mater says, Hey, John and Co., thanks for the hard work. I just wanted to let you know I'm on my way to see No Way Home. Been dodging spoilers since yesterday like bullets.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I, that's the thing. That's that has been the mission of everybody lately. Got us out it, here like Neo. Yeah, like, it's like ah. jumping through the bullets <laughs> of all coming at you. It's been the big thing. Anyway, I cannot wait for you to have a chance to see it. I hope you enjoy it and have a good time, man. Best of luck to you for trying to stay avoidance, though. All right, what's next?
1: Sidious Swift says, I actively look for spoiler clips on YouTube when a huge film releases. I still enjoy them when I watch the film on the big screen. No Way Home looks fun. And listen, Sidious, you're actually not alone. Like a lot,
0: a lot, a lot of people, like the reason those videos are all popping up is because they get put up and then people are watching them and people are liking them. And so they will pop up in other people's suggested news feeds and all that kind of stuff. There are a lot of people who go to watch these things because for a lot of people, they can watch those clips and still fully enjoy the movie when they go see it. And I, I, I'm kind of in that boat as well. No, don't get me wrong. All other things being equal, I'd like to go in as clean as possible. But yeah, if I stumble across this or that, okay. Now I know that. Cool. If the movie's good, knowing that little bit of information, again, as long as it's not on the scale of who Bruce Willis is in Sixth Sense or who Kevin Spacey is in Unusual Suspect or what the hell Rosebud is in Citizen Kane, where it could completely alter your entire viewing of the movie... I think it's fine. And I I think there are a lot of people like, I mean, a lot of people want to want to know nothing, but a lot of people like you Sidious as well. That just like, yeah, I can see this stuff and it doesn't impact my enjoyment of the film If the film is good. So you're not alone in that. All right, what's next?
1: DJ says, A very marvelous birthday for me today with Hawkeye episode five this morning, and I'm about to head out to watch Spider Man No Way Home. I love the show, guys, and bring on the filthy. Aw, thank you so much, DJ, and happy
0: birthday to you. May you have a glorious birthday birthday and a glorious year ahead of you. And yeah, listen, I was saying that it's kind of like early Christmas for everybody. For you, it is literally like your birthday. Hope you have a good one, man. All right, what's next?
1: Suthia says, I honestly thought. we get a final trailer for No Way Home Monday night because the cast was on Kimmel, and we all know that Kimmel always gets that good shit.
0: He kind of does. I mean, that's not surprising. And by the way, there was a lot of really good stuff in that interview. Some people sent me some clips from it, so you haven't had a chance yet. You can jump online and go find that. All right. What's next?
1: Dominic Martinez says, hi, John, this is just a thought. But could the Echo show be a placeholder for a Daredevil Disney Plus show?
0: A lot of people have written that in and it is a f- it is possible the way the reason I think it's unlikely. is Because a lot of people point to the fact that, well, they were making what was called Captain America and the Serpent Society. But that was really Captain America Civil War. Uh, yeah. But it's both Captain America movies <laughs> like it was it was just about who is Captain America going to be fighting. There are some people who believe that this Echo show is actually not Echo, but actually a brand new Daredevil series, and they're just masking it with Echo, and that's theoretically possible. Yeah, it is theoretically I don't see possible. I
1: her having her own show because,
0: and especially because right now, I don't see anything about the Echo character. Doesn't make
1: sense to me. Now,
0: let, don't get me wrong. I like Echo in this show.
1: Yeah, I agree. I like but her. But I don't see
0: anything in this character that makes me think. I need an entire series about this character. Yeah, I and just to clarify,
1: that. I think the actress is doing a good job. Me too. I'm not coming down on her at all. Me either. And the martial arts that that scene was sick. No, she's doing a good job. I just it's the character. I don't. Yeah,
0: I don't just see. don't see it yet. So they must, maybe they maybe. got a hell of a lot for her to do in the final. Or episode. maybe
2: it's because of the villain that she's going to be up against, which could possibly be Kingpin. Right. Right.
0: So then maybe you should just call the show Kingpin. And that- yeah, yeah, true, but you know. Is there any shows that or, are- or, or, here's okay, you know what would be consistent with what they do with Captain America? You know, it's called Captain America, the Serpent Society, then they changed to Captain America when it was, or uh, Civil War. What if the show's not actually called Echo? What if it's called Echo v. Kingpin? Or what if we find out the show is actually called Echo uh, and Kingpin? Or uh, yeah, yeah. that would be consistent. Yeah. That would be, I, I don't know, we're, we're speaking out of our asses. Let's see what happens on next week's episode of Hawkeye. <laughs> All right, what's next?
1: Elizabeth Gerardo says, are they releasing the Doctor Strange 2 trailer with Spider-Man No Way Home?
0: Um, don't know. Maybe yes, maybe no. Look, I, my guess is with it leaking now and all the clips from Spider-Man leaking, my guess is that this
1: probably plays with Spider-Man No Way Home. That's That'll my be guess. crazy.
0: But I don't know for sure. We'll find out tomorrow. All right, what's next?
1: Brandon Gensel sends in a 1999 Super Chat. Thank you. Hey, John and crew. I've been watching since way back when you were on AMC Movie Talk. Thank you. Love the show. Thanks for the news and entertainment getting me through the long days at work. All right, Brandon. First of all, first of all, thank you so much for tipping in that much and supporting our channel on that level. Let's be clear.
0: I was not on AMC Movie Talk. I was AMC Movie Talk. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. All right. (laughs) And my back Damn. still hurts from all them people man, that were riding my coat tails. Oh. the real <laughs> kingpin. The real kingpin right here. I don't know. I just, read, I just read what he was saying, and I just thought, man. No, my back now. hurts. My back hurts from all them people riding my coattails oh, for so long.
2: Did you, order, did you order your cane from Amazon? That's already? right. I need that cane. I need that kingpin cane. Wear that suit tomorrow <laughs> into No Way Home with um, your cane.
0: Honestly, 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 the AMC days were a lot of fun. I, I got to work with so many uh, really great and talented people, and, and it was such a great uh, period of time for that stuff. And, like, you know, AMC Movie Talk for a while was like, it it was the movie show. I'll go and say it, not just online. It was the movie show in the world. I, I honestly believe that. We yeah. had guys like John Schnepp and Dennis Zen and Christian Harloff and, and Amy Rose Eisenbach and and we had we just had such a we were able to assemble such an incredible group of talented people and it was a, a it became a regular thing that we were getting like each episode was getting over a hundred thousand views and this was a daily a show talking about movies. Pioneer. It was a great time. I had yeah. a great time.
2: And I, I want to say that. I think you were ahead of the time because of AMC didn't believe in that stuff, right? They didn't. They did, but then I, I after, had to argue with them to ar- get it done. Yeah, yeah, but then like maybe months after, you switched to Collider. AMC tried to start doing these uh, video uploads, and I was like, "Oh, so now they get it? Now they get it after they cleaned the house?" You yeah, know what I mean? It, it did. But work. also, what 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 upset me the other day is because sometimes I I save a couple of the AMC episodes. Just the funny ones that I thought were funny, right? And I looked through the playlist like not too long ago, and they're all deleted. So they deleted all the videos from. Did me. they? I think so. I
0: still found. I still. I've still because found there's most ones of them that there. I saved
2: and they were gone. I huh. saved like th- four or five of them at least. The ones that I thought were really funny or had some sort of memory. In I've
0: it. never. Whenever I needed to go look for an old episode, it's uh, I usually still find it there.
2: Well, yeah, but I, I can't the, confirm I that, but all I know is the episodes I had on my playlist. All right, they're all I mean, deleted.
0: I have been known on AMC to say things that shouldn't have been said on an AMC show. So maybe some of that was yeah. taken away. I don't well, know. All but right. it
2: sucks, man. You had that vision and they, they didn't ride with it. Uh at the time. They well, should have.
0: But no, I mean they look, it's this is now old news. They I did have to fight fight with them. Um, to get them on board with the idea of what my vision was for, for AMC Movie Talk. Because they they initially just brought me on to, to run a blog, and I told them, well, I can come, but just so you know, I'm going to be arguing with you all the time to let us do a video. Mm. And I had a we, we had a great boss at the time. Right. And Justin. And um, Justin's sister is actually one of the main cast members on Saturday Night Live right now, by well, the way.
2: She's like my favorite <laughs> person. She's great, ever. right? She's good every time she's on. Um, she's uh, What's her name? i'm trying to remember her first name but the last
0: name is gardner gardner,
1: gardner? Oh. but i'm trying to
0: remember her first name. Mm. i can't remember her first name was it stacy no it's not stacy no, Any- anyway yeah, anyway yeah, I so i had to, i had to argue and fight with them and they finally started they give me a little bit of an inch it's like okay uh when i started amc mm-hmm. movie talk they didn't even our office didn't have internet in it so they <laughs> And they wouldn't pay, and I don't blame them because it was going to be super expensive, like $10,000. But God. they wouldn't pay to run internet into our office. So what they did was they let me go to a Sprint store and get a 4G modem. Oh my God, I remember and, that. Yeah, for the first like year, our AMC movie talk was done over a Sprint 4G modem. And it's Heidi Gardner. It's Heidi. That's her name. Thank you. Thanks, Chad. Heidi. So I was... uh so we were doing it all on there. And then as we started to have success, then they started giving increasing our budget. They started nice. letting me do a few more things. They eventually got us our full studio that was right across the street from the AMC Burbank 16. They started to buy into it. However, <coughs> as we started to become successful and they started to put AMC movie talk clips on the big screen in front of movies. Oh, I know. Like that was that, so cool. Suddenly everybody at AMC wanted a piece of what we were doing. Suddenly, uh, everybody now start to have opinions about what we should be doing with AMC Movie Talk when nobody would touch us with a 10-foot pole before that. Now, everybody wanted a piece of it. And then they're fucking dynamic, d- demonic, imbecilic, backward-thinking, ass-twit...
2: Oh, here it comes. What's that name?
0: Morons in their HR department. Mm. Um did something really stupid and inconceivably idiotic and they they fired my boss oh no and i told them if if he's gone i'm leaving oh if you fire sure. him i'm gone now over the next month the vice president of the company and my my now former boss both talked me into keeping things going and i'm like fine so after a month of conversations with my boss who they let go completely unjustifiably, yep. and the vice president of the company flying in from Kansas to LA to talk me off the ledge, even after that, then HR, the HR department sends me a letter about how things are going to be from now on. And they were reprimanding me for doing things that I was told by senior leadership at AMC to do. I've got all this documented, like in in all the emails, and I've got all this documented. So now HR decided that I was getting too big and that they were going to take me down a couple of notches. And they send me this letter, like with reprimanding for doing things that I was specifically told by AMC corporate to do. And then they were giving me shit for it. So I I just, I went to the, uh, I went to the CEO of the company. I went to the president and the vice president of the company. I said, Not only am I ignoring what, what HR did, but HR has to come crawling to me on their hands and fucking knees. They need to write me a letter of apology Wow. or I'm gone. And they're like, we can't make HR do stuff like that. I'm like, that's fine. I get that. But I just want you to know if I don't get a letter of apology from HR in the next three days, I'm leaving. And sure enough, I didn't get a letter of apology. So I drafted my my notice and said I'm gone. I'm not staying here. If you're gonna treat my boss like that and you're gonna treat me like this and you're not gonna keep this idiotic cackle of buffoons that you call an HR department in check, then I'm not staying at this company. I drafted my resignation letter and I left. I, re- I yeah. I remember oh when gosh. they when they
2: started to take over, try to take over. They they came into the studio and started slapping property of AMC on everything that was in there, like at the bottom of the laptop. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like. Wait, this is my laptop, and they they wanted to double check with me if it was really my laptop. No, no, yeah, it was crazy. I, and we had allies. We had allies at AMC,
0: and like one of the chief chief executive officers, one of, one of the chief officers of the company was a, was a very strong ally of ours. And so when I left, and then Complex got a hold of me, asked me to come and start Collider Video. It was actually this chief officer at AMC that suggested to me. They well, they came to me and told me that. We're gonna shut down AMC Movie Talk if you're not there. So we're like, oh, all right. So he he actually came up with the idea of if you're gonna go over to Complex, why don't you take the whole operation with you, and and keep it going? So I went to Complex. I said, what would you AMC's offering to let me take everything? What would you think about just not me coming, but me also bringing everybody over? And complex was good with it, and so we made the shift and we moved wow. everything. Same set, same everything. Yep. Kept the office, painted everything studio, green, painted everything from red to green. <sighs> so we went from the red AMC color to, to the, the, the green lighting, collider yeah. color,
2: and we moved you, everything over. You know, it didn't matter what banner we were under. Just that no, group, didn't. just that group wow. of friends or the group of people that you uh, to got that together.
0: Support. It's important awesome. to have that support. It's yeah. awesome. yeah. And let me say this. Obviously, everything I'm saying about AMC's HR department, a bunch of demonic, 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 like morons. Uh, This is just strictly my opinion. That is strictly my opinion. And I'm only expressing from my point of view what happened there. I'm sure there's probably some very good people in the HR department who might remember it differently. God bless them but i but that's awful. that's my point of view that's how i experienced it and that is that is that my is opinion awful. of the situation don't get
2: started on adam aaron right now either. and
0: don't get me going on adam Aaron, <laughs> <Your> <laughs> who was not person. there who he was we not had there. a great ceo amc had a great yeah, CEO when i was there great ceo yeah, anyway yeah. Okay. let's get sorry i took us down a totally weird uh, rabbit hole well, there. some of let's these
2: are, uh, people in the chat appreciate it they like to know this stuff so
1: it's very interesting i didn't
0: know it is all very
2: interesting
1: that's very interesting. But once again, stick it to the man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next? Alan Gonzalez says there should be a movie theater screen that filters phones from recording it.
2: Yeah. I Obviously, there's nothing like that exists. But w- weren't they testing that at the first CinemaCon that we went to where Sony or somebody was saying there's cameras that are looking out at the. Yeah. And so they, they don't would have detect filters.
0: They, there's nothing that can filter it out. But what they do have is that they have these, they have these night these kind of night vision cameras that are specifically made to see when a camera is being used, even a phone camera. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. so you'll see at a lot of these press screens, you'll see these security guys at the front of these devices that they're looking in and scanning the audience to see if anybody's got a camera. Listen, I'll tell you what, not a popular theory, not a popular opinion. I mean, when today, when you go to a big press screening or a big premiere, mm-hmm. you have to take your cell phone and they give you this pouch that can block all signals and they make you put your cell phone in this pouch and then they lock it and they give you back your phone, but you cannot get it out of that pouch during the screen. <laughs> that at
1: the Dave Chappelle. Um, did they do show,
0: that there yeah. too? So when the movie's over, they've got all these tables set up with security people that you give them the pouch, they unlock it and you're able to take your phone out and go. Maybe they should start doing that at movie theaters. It's like, Oh, We're not gonna let you bring a video recording device into a movie because all their movies are popping up. I I don't know. That might be extreme. That might be extreme. But it's it's tough. It's it's a
1: tough thing. I used to do those screeners, you know, where you get tickets like to see movies like like I saw oh, I guess I can't say. I saw a movie that was pretty big a year and a half before it came out. And one time my mom was trying to get a hold of me and they do that thing where you have to turn in your phone. And it was like a family emergency. And I was like, I can never do this again. I can't. I can't not have my phone. Anyway, Sam Fisher says they just released a star studded music video for George Harrison's My Sweet Lord to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the All Things Must Pass album. I, I'm not a Beatles guy. So oh, that's right.
2: I'm not really oh, yeah. That's right. Did, uh, Beatles guy. <laughs> you did let, uh-huh. me so, let me down.
1: I
0: would say don't let me down, but you have.
2: Not a All right. Guy. What's next?
1: Christopher Breckner says, when I said Toby and Andrew would appear in archive footage in No Way Home, I didn't mean Tom sees a video of them in an archive. I meant they reuse footage. Let me find his other half. Okay, here we go. Of them from their Spider-Man films. If Sony did that, saying, well, Toby and Andrew were in the movie, that'd be great (laughs) trolling on Sony's part. Oh, well, remember though, Sony Sony didn't
0: have to troll. Sony never said that Toby and Andrew were in the movie. They never said that, so I mean, it would have been a troll anyway, but no, 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 we totally got what you were saying, Christopher, but thanks for following up and clarifying that. All right, what's next?
1: Raymond Verrata says, Reggie Jane, Jeans Jane, sorry, Reggie Jean Page from Bridgerton for Black Panther. I, you know, he's got a good look to him.
0: Hmm um i I, I don't do x actor and x role thing Mm. there are many 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 good actors who could fulfill the role he wouldn't be bad i suppose but i've only ever ever seen him in one thing so i have no idea if he's a good actor or not
1: he did all right on saturday night live he's okay he's all right but but
0: doing doing skit comedy is not the same as theatrical acting i'm not saying he's not a good actor i'm just saying i haven't seen him enough to to really tell if he is all right what's next
1: (laughs) Briggs 6262 says, I've always loved the pick up the ball analogy and have been fully behind recasting the role to honor those who are gone. I felt the same for Princess Leia and the legendary Carrie Fisher. 1,000%.
0: That's what they should have done Mm. for The Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Look, using recycled Carrie uh, Carrie Fisher footage was not the problem with Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. There were many others, Mm. but it was one of them. And they absolutely, 100%, no questions asked, should have recast the role. To honor Carrie Fisher, instead of leaving like everything but with Carrie Fisher in the ride, Skywalker felt out of place and awkward and weird. Why? Because it was all scenes she shot for a different movie that was oddly cobbled together to make it kind of look so like. That's odd. not how you honor Carrie Fisher. I don't think that's
1: how you honor someone. You don't send her out
0: like that. Like, it's 100% they should have recast the role to honor her. And that's just my opinion. Just my opinion. All right, what's next?
1: Mark Neto says, Hi, folks. Now, that was a good Hawkeye episode. Yes, it was. And John Miracle Whip is the best. I'm with Ray. Love Got it. tickets for The Matrix next Wednesday morning. Oh, yeah, The Matrix. The way, that, that is a
0: movie that is just flying under everybody's red. That, The Kingsman. No. There are a couple of movies that are being, like, totally overlooked right now. But I, I think once the opening weekend... For spider-man no way home hits then i think more attention will start to be given by a lot of other people these other films as well all right what's next
1: phil lame cool says love the opening teaser scene took me a sec watched it till 1 a.m and rewind the scene but what a point of view oh
2: if we're talking about yelena yeah, yeah. Okay. i didn't mean, get yeah. it either until later on
0: yeah i mean again it was a again you know what's unfortunate though Part of my enjoyment of that scene was taken away from that thought I had of, is this their break the internet moment? If I hadn't been thinking about that, I probably would have enjoyed the scene even more because yes, it's actually quite a good scene. I really like the way they did that, Phil. All right, what's next?
1: Leaf Stink says, John, do you still believe that Stan Lee's death had a bigger impact on the Black Panther character than Chadwick's? Curious if your mind has changed. I've never said that, that the death of Stan Lee had
0: a bigger impact, current impact. I'm saying Stan Lee- had a bigger impact on Black Panther than Chadwick Boseman did. Stan Lee created the character. Mm -hmm. Black Panther was around a lot longer than Chadwick Boseman was playing him. The death currently in the present context, in the present context, the death of Chadwick Boseman has a bigger impact on what's going on with Black Panther right now Mm -hmm. than Stan Lee's death does. Yes, yes, But who was more important to the the Black Panther character overall? I think Chadwick Boseman would be the very first person to tell you it was Stan Lee. Of course it was. This is a character that's been around for decades and decades and decades. And the guy who created him, and there are many others who wrote him along the way as well, there would be no Black Panther character for Chadwick Boseman to play if it wasn't for Stan Lee. So in the current circumstance, whose death has a bigger impact right now? on Black Panther? Clearly Chadwick Boseman. Clearly. Who had a bigger impact on the character of Black Panther overall? That is clearly Stan Lee, the guy who created it. it's like asking um, who has the bigger impact on Star Wars? Is it um, why am I freezing on the actor's name who plays Mando? Uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Who has a bigger impact on Star Wars? Pedro Pascal or George Lucas? Well, right now, Pedro Pascal, right at this moment cuz he's playing Mandalorian. But it's laughable to think that Pedro Pascal has a bigger impact on Star Wars than George Lucas. There would be no Star Wars if it wasn't for George Lucas. So that that has always kind of been my position on that. But that's just me. All right, John, what's next?
1: Would you want to see a Stanley biopic? Absolutely. I, would I too. You, and you know what? I, I never necessarily
0: did before until I read that book Slugfest, the 50-year war between Marvel and DC. Once I read that book, I'm like, yeah, Stanley created all these characters, but I never knew if there was actually an interesting story about him. Once I read that book, then I'm like, yes, do a Stanley biopic because there's so many great stories in there. I would absolutely love to see that.
1: Can I ask you another question? Yes. Would you consider him a civil rights activist?
0: Okay. I am aware of a lot of ways that Stanley was way ahead of the curve, but I wasn't alive at that time. So I, I don't know if I can qualify him as a civil rights activist. I know he was certainly somebody who was pushing civil rights massively. Again, just, I mean, at,
1: professor X and Magneto alone. Yeah.
0: I mean, just that, alone. Yeah. but the fact that he, at that time was creating like the fact that he created, he created black a, Panther. a,
1: a hero for black children.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was so far ahead of the curve in a lot of ways, but again, a lot of that is before my time so i don't know i can't speak to that authoritatively hmm. i would love it if a biopic could t- tell I'd love us though to see it. that'd be great love all right what's it. next
1: willie i says with a multiverse and proof that variants can look different i wonder why they choose to write t'challa out opposed to making a recast make sense
0: well you don't even need to make the excuse of why he looks different Look, they swapped out the Rhodey character, War Machine, from Iron Man One to Iron Man Two, and they dealt with it with a joke. Rhodey's at you, yeah, it's me, I'm here. Deal with it. That would, they kind of made a joke about it, right? You know, they they went from Harris to Gambone playing Dumbledore. You don't have to like. Well, wait, what explains how they look a little different? Like, you didn't have audiences around the world having their brains explode out of their ears, like in the first Kingsman. Like, they—that's not what happened. The audience sees. <laughs> in the first- This is the new person playing the role, and we get it. You don't have to say, well, this is a multiverse. You don't have to do that. You just have a new actor in playing it. The multiverse didn't open up and had a new actor come in to play Rhodey. He just had the new actor. One wasn't there anymore. The next one was, and we were fine. So, yeah, they
1: totally should have just done that, in my opinion. And they looked very different. And they looked very, very <laughs> different. All right, right, do it. Andy says, and this is one of six, instead of playing Danny Elfman's theme, they should play the song Hero by Nickelback from Spider-Man <laughs> 2002 soundtrack when Toby <laughs> appears. There's nothing like a group of Canadians attempting American rock by focusing on this country. This would get all kinds of... This would get all the kids and fans getting loud and rowdy like rock stars. (laughs) It's how you remind me of Toby Spider Man. I can't be the only person who's thinking this. There's got to be somebody else who thinks this. I can't be alone. I'll never, I'll never gonna be alone on this. Come on, Marvel. Do this as if today was your last day. It would be SEX. Oh, here we go. Wait, let me find the rest. Andy, to me, and saving me, otherwise I'd come for you, follow home, and burn it to the ground like animals. Oh God! No matter how far away you live, I know that it's a fight for all the wrong reasons. But I do it just to get high. <laughs> Hope y'all love my Nickelback that song references. Is the Holy oh, crap. most my invested God. Oh my God. Nickelback <laughs> moment
0: we have ever had. Oh, On the God. John Campion show. There's never been a more invested. That was, oh drink. that was amazing. Completely invested into Canadian rock Nickelback. By the way, that was brilliantly done, Andy. Brilliantly done. But you know what it reminded me of? When like us Canadians, we're pretty laid back. Except for when it comes to hockey, right? Like we're pretty laid back, easy-going people, right? But what Andy's string of messages reminded me of, I remember once watching... I can't remember if it was American Idol or The Voice. It was one of the two. And the host then came out um, and said, and now performing the classic American rock song, Summer of 69, so-and-so. And me and 30 million Canadians screamed out in one voice together, that is not an American rock song. That is Brian Adams. That is a Canadian song. And he's just... Like, the fervor is like, okay, it was just a slip of the tongue, man. Why are you getting so (laughs) upset? Whoa, wait a minute. That's our song. Don't you be... Trying to call that a classic American? That is a Canadian <laughs> song, buddy. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Don't call me buddy, guy. <laughs> Y'all are <laughs> All like right. crazy. What's next? Wally Jackson says, "What that was that a Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler on the top right of that Doctor Strange leak trailer uh, YouTube browser?" Oh man.
2: Yeah, a lot of people were pointing out how you showed that thing, and there's kind of stuff on the right. Oh, so. was there? I. I yeah, didn't even know. Yeah, the I clips. Yeah. It's a trailer. I knew, I knew, I knew, it's a trailer. I knew you wouldn't have known, but I didn't trailer. see it either. I didn't notice it, but a lot of people did. So It's a trailer. Just to make it clear, uh, John didn't know. <laughs> all right, what's next?
1: Max Vim said, A Villeneuve, Cleopatra, and Lady Gaga equals my dream. Okay. Oh, like because you know we no longer
0: have one person. Yeah. Patty Jenkins is no longer doing Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. Again, ex-actor and ex-role, ex-director and ex-movie. But yeah, Vill- Vill- Villeneuve is a great director. That would be great.
1: Max Vim says, I would let them revive Killmonger as the new Black Panther. No way, no, no. that is the dumbest thing. No. That is, I, I've heard so many people say that. Killmonger is a
0: genocidal, evil, evil maniac who talks about in the movie, I'm not just gonna kill these people, I'm gonna kill their children, and I'm gonna, the." <laughs> he is nothing but vile and evil. Yes, he had a tragic story that made him that way, as does all good comic book villains. But no, there is nothing redemptive about Black, about uh, Killmonger. He is an evil genocidal maniac. There is no way that guy could be Black Panther. I even like that in what if they didn't even go there. Mm. Because if you're going to make him a good guy in anything, you could do it in what if. But even in what if, at the end of the day, this is a genocidal maniac who believes, like most genocidal maniacs do, that he's in the right, that he's doing
1: the right thing. But he's a genocidal maniac, so no. Michael no. B. Jordan said he doesn't see him as a villain. Ah, uh, Well, good for
0: Michael B. Jordan. Who is I really awesome. like the
2: Killmonger
1: character. He's a great character. He's complex. He's a great the, the, villain the, the thing, the character. Lady, Yes, he's a great villainous <laughs>
0: character. Yes, absolutely. All right, what's next?
1: Caden Stab says, that white suit wearing mother F <laughs> <laughs> SLJ voice DS2. All right. Cool. Sure thing. All right. What's next? Fender Cuber says, Spider-Man No Way Home comes out on my 23rd birthday. Happy birthday meaning, to you. Meaning that I grew up with all three Spideys, with Andrew being my favorite. Whoa. Seeing him again will be a true gift. Again, listen, I don't care what other people...
0: I think Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was great. Yeah, me too. I, I I really loved The Amazing Spider-Man. I didn't love The Amazing Spider-Man 2, but even in that, Andrew as Sp- Spider-Man was great. His relationship with Emma Stone... As Gwen was great, I, I love the Andrew Garfield Spider Man. And wasn't um what's the the dad was uh. Dennis I'm Larry. An Dennis Leary. Yep, Dennis Larry, the guy who sings "I'm an asshole." Yep, he was really good in that too. He was really really good in that. All right, what's next?
1: Quiet Canvas says, "How much will it take to get you to play the guitar?" Not much. I mean, you already you, did. Like
0: usually, these people send stuff in. Well, okay, I've played guitar on my videos. I think twice. Once when I lost a bet. Uh, I lost a bet with somebody and the penance for the bet was I had to play Hootie and the Blowfish uh, Only Want to Be With You. <laughs> yep. You and me <laughs> come from different worlds. Uh, so that was the first time. And then somebody once sent in, uh, or somebody wrote to me and said, I will donate X amount of dollars to Feeding America. Oh If you will, I think it was... And that's why I picked it up the other day. They, they specifically asked, play Johnny Cash version, the song Johnny Cash plays in uh, the Logan trailer. Um, what's it called again?
2: I don't know. It was, or, all I know it's a saddest
0: song I ever. hurt myself today to yeah. if I still feel. Isn't that the main theme pain? to Logan? I don't think it's, but it's a song they played during the trailer. Oh, okay. Hurt. So it's I called think Hurt. It's called Hurt, not Pain. Thank yeah. you, guys. Hurt Pain. I remember the lyrics, but I forgot the title. Um, so, yeah, I mean, either I lose a bet, or if there's a sizable charitable donation made to like a really good charity like feeding America or something like that, I, I can be coerced to pick up the guitar. And play. All right. Thanks for asking, man. All right, it's next.
1: Wyatt Montgomery says, love the ending scene and credits for the new Hawkeye so much. Mr. Grinch was my favorite Christmas song as a kid and is perfect for Kingpin. By
0: the way, I got to say, not only was it great hearing that, you're a mean one, like at the end, but during the show, like during the episode, they started playing the Charlie Brown Christmas song. <gasps> <Nah>. <gasps> <laughs> like that. Oh, like yeah. like, like makes this is cry. making me feel really nostalgic right now. Like that like, I'm really liking the music choices they're making. Christmas in kicked in
2: with that episode. It, yeah, it
1: really did. It totally
0: what
2: kicked in. What a great move by Marvel. You know what?
1: I was thinking about like uh we were I was my family we were thinking about last year's holidays, and I was thinking about this year's holidays are marked by Hawkeye because it started like right at Thanksgiving. Yep. and going right through Christmas. And in my mind, as I'm thinking of 2021 holiday memories, Hawkeye is just there, like it's going to be there. So that's yep. super cool. All right, what's next? Chris Leonardo says, happy Wednesday, John, Kim and Ray. Love your show. Can't wait to hear the crew's opinion on the new Spider-Man movie. And, yeah. and, and he sends and, in a $25 super Like, pass. Thank you, Chris, for supporting our channel at that level, man. Yeah, of course,
0: tomorrow we are seeing it. And uh, I will, of course, be doing my right out of the theater review, which is usually one or two minutes. But I will also get these guys' reactions to it as well maybe one or two other people that are there in the audience as well. And uh, then we'll of course do our, our full uh, review of the show. We'll probably give our review of Spider-Man no way home on Friday, non-spoiler. And then we'll do our full, Oh, even though everybody will have seen this movie by Friday, but then we will do our full open spoiler review on Sunday. Yeah, Very excited for that. I hope you guys are going to be able to join us for that. All right, what's next?
1: Casey Max says, I'm not asking for this to happen, but if Marvel does bring more Netflix characters into the MCU, I hope they bring back David Tennant's Purple Man. Not saying it'll happen, though. Yeah,
0: I really doubt that, but that, I, by the way, I'm not a fan of the Jessica Jones series. I thought- Wait, I, was that the villain? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I was not a fan of the Jessica Jones series, but he was a really good villain. I mean, I, that was a awful- awful diabolical uh yet very interesting to watch villain and so i i, I, I mean, i'd be fine with it but i i agree with you casey mech i don't think they're going to be bringing him back i i don't think i don't think this throws open the floodgates like i don't think now we're going to see everybody this the guy from netflix's iron fist come back and we're not going to see luke cage you know mike whatever mike's last name is the actor who plays uh iron fist okay. or uh, luke cage What's that? Colter? Colter, yeah. Colter. Uh, or Coulter. Or Mike Coulter. Coulter. I don't think we're going to see Mike Coulter come over as. as, uh, as uh, I just said his name. I almost said Iron <laughs> Fist again. Um, uh, Finn, wasn't it? No, no, no. no. Uh, Mike Coulter plays Luke Cage. Luke Cage. I don't think we're going to see him come back as Luke Cage. I don't think we're going to see. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to limit it. But, I mean, in a world.
2: In a this, world.
0: In a world where <laughs> this right here is a reality um it's certainly possible but i i'm gonna doubt but it's possible what wasn't possible before is possible now all right what's next
1: dexter seuss says hey john and crew just saw netflix the unforgivable starring sandra bullock the story is good but her performance wow you've seen it holy cow You were telling
0: me about this the other day.
1: Let me tell you something. There's a scene between her and Viola Davis where I felt like that scene, they were just reminding all of us who are all distracted and excited for other movies. They were like, do not forget why we are Oscar winners. The scene is intense. It's wonderful acting. And Sandra Bullock, I really wanted to see a nomination for her. Honestly, it was a great movie. Please check it out. Yeah, Ann and I are both
0: planning on sitting down to watch
1: that. Awesome. All right, what's next? The Harsh Truth says I thought I read that Feige knew about Bozeman's diagnosis when he was cast. It seems to me that Feige and Bozeman would have had an actor in mind to carry the torch if the worst was to happen. Thoughts? I think that's been debunked. Uh, I think that, look, look, Kevin
0: Feige has insisted mm-hmm. that he didn't know it all. Mm-hmm. I don't personally buy that. But I'm saying that I don't buy it. There's no proof to say that mm-hmm. Kevin Feige is not. I mean, I'm just saying he had to have known at some point. Um, I don't believe they they knew. I'm not saying this is factual. I'm just telling you what, what I'm thinking. That's it. I'm just. I don't believe they knew um, what the day they cast him because that would seem rather short sighted mm-hmm. um, if they did. I mean that's that's a good reason not to cast somebody. You know, if if you know they're not, they're not even going to be available to you for a long time, and I'm just saying that from a business point yeah. of view. So no, I don't I don't buy that. Um, now, do I not think that they knew it all before he died? I don't buy that. Like I also I think they had to know at some point. But uh, no, according to to Chadwick's brother, his family, uh, th- they're, they say that Chadwick would have wanted him recast. So I I mean I don't, look. The reality is this, we as fans always have to understand something, that we don't know anything. We all think we know. We all think, well, I picked up the Googles and uh, I saw, and and then we think we know shit. The reality is we know very little. We, you know, I like the iceberg illustration. Like when you see an iceberg, you're probably Mm. only seeing this tiniest tip of it when Mm. under the water, there's this much more. So yeah, maybe we know this but there's like a mountain of stuff under the surface that we probably don't know. So let's not pretend like we know we can tell each other what we think. I I don't think Kevin Feige knew when they cast Chadwick Boseman. I don't think that, but I'm not going to pretend that I know. I don't know. And so uh, yeah, this is kind of my thought on that, but it is
1: what it is. All right. And uh, oh, and then there's one last thing. One last thing. We've got a super chat from Giovanni Cartier. Thank you. Thank you Giovanni. Giovanni. Sent that in. Giovanni. Hey.
0: It's a great name. It's not spelled properly. I know. It's not spelled my way that I spell it. My my name ends with an I. But anyway, uh, guys, thank you so much and um wow, that uh, we're almost 3 hours into the show. Uh we are going to oh god.
1: Oh my god, dude. Okay.
0: I'm going to have to do something. I, this is a conversation that should happen off camera. But I'm going to have to do something because people want to be able to send in comments while the show is live. People who are watching the show live want to be able to send in comments and and things like that. Right. And if you're watching the show live, I want our viewers to be rewarded that, hey, if you're watching live, you get your comments answered live. But this is now, I think, a second day in a row. No, no, no. We did get to some of the questions yesterday. Oh, yeah. But this is like the second time this week that we don't have time for the questions that people have sent in. Look at, these, look at these glorious looking questions. And we care, you guys. Like We care so much about getting to your questions. We do. Look Look at these wonderful questions. Yeah. So many wonderful questions. And we don't have time to get around to it today. Mm. So they're gonna have to be done in a companion video. I will get to that. I, I need to come up with a solution for this though, because yeah. the people who are sending in questions are getting shortchanged because we're getting to their questions yeah. later and later. Um, so I gotta come up with a system here. So all that to say, I apologize to people who sent in questions because we're not gonna have time for questions today. We'll be doing a big, long companion video today. Again, last night we were supposed to do one. Didn't have time. Something came up, wasn't able to do it. We do have time today to do a companion video. So one is coming. So my apologies to people who send in questions that we didn't get to today, but you will get your own dedicated companion video. That is coming up a little bit later. But anyway, for now, guys, that'll do it. For today's installment of the John Campus Show, thank you so much for being here and making the show part of your day. Big special thank you to all you guys who sent in your comments and the questions part that we didn't get to. Number one, because you gave us great fun things to talk about. But number two, you supported this channel as you did it. And all of us involved with the John Campus Show, thank you guys so very much for your support. I want to thank, of course, Kimberly for being here. Kimberly, where can
1: people follow you? Yeah, you guys can find me on Instagram at wasgoodkimberly. And of course, beside her is Ray Aura. Ray, we can be find you.
2: <laughs> Ray Aura with a zero.
1: And
0: of course, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter right there at John Campia. Okay, guys, that'll do it for us for now. We'll be back again with a companion video later today. And then tomorrow, it's Spider-Man No Way oh Home Day. <laughs> So we'll be doing our tailgating our pregame show right here tomorrow regular time at 10am hope you guys will come and join us that'll do it for us for now guys my name's John Campia and until next time my friends bye bye